continue. <laughs> Hello, friends. Welcome back to another evening. The captions work. The music works. is a miracle. Whew. How do we stream again? I don't remember, dude. Who the fuck are we? So <laughs> we're playing Connect Four tonight, right? Oh, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, we're not Lawrence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, technically, that's the correct statement. I am not Lawrence. <laughs> We've all uh, got to introduce ourselves that way. Right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, welcome back, friends. Thank you guys for your patience. We have been dealing with an unending slew of... Random things that yeah. cause cancellations. A lot of snow. A lot of snow. A lot of snow. It knows when we're about to play D&D. Yeah, we're, like getting snow. <laughs> yeah we're getting more. Yeah, we're getting more. But yeah, so we're not great RPG. We're back for the city of Oshwamp once again this week. Uh, we're going to go around the table real quick, introduce ourselves, and then we will hop back into the action where we left off two weeks ago. Uh, I am not Lawrence. I'm Don, <laughs> and I'm playing Ether Revia, the Grave Domain Cleric, this evening. <laughs> I'm not Lawrence. In fact, I've never been less Lawrence than I am right now. <laughs> and I play Alumlo. <laughs> you good? <laughs> I'm also not Lawrence. But mm-hmm. I play Felix. I'm not Lawrence. I'm a little more Lawrence than him, less Lawrence than him, and less not Lawrence than him. Mm-hmm. And I play Borst. Mm-hmm. I'm also not Lawrence, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Checks out. Mm-hmm. I am Sarah, mm-hmm. in case anyone is new here. Mm-hmm. And uh, I play Retora. Mm-hmm. I'm also not Lawrence. Uh, <laughs> no, you're supposed to are. <laughs> oh, no, I'm kidding. I'm, I'm kidding. not Lawrence. Uh, I'm DJ, and I play Nesgrim. I mean, I am not Lawrence, and I am Nesgrim to play DJ. <laughs> That checks out. That was that was hard to get through. I'll be honest. Well, I mean, really yeah, the, the lines were crossing so many ways. Your name's Campy. How do yeah, I untangle no. this? No, my name's DJ. I'm hiding something, and now you got to be rude toward me. Mm-hmm. I am the artist formerly known as Not Lawrence. <laughs> I am John, and I am the dungeon master for the city of Oshwamp. Uh, wow, two weeks ago we actually got to play this thing, which was cool. <laughs> it was. Uh, we. Wow. Explored the first of the southern caves after Ritora utilized her magic to try to find whether or not there was any black root in the area. We discovered that there is indeed, uh, as we had crested out of the edge of the Felwood to the eastern side, looked up at the mountains, which I described as absolutely medium mountain height, uh, looked up appropriate. I gave a 7,000 foot, which was actually fine. Uh, <laughs> upon further review, 7,000 feet was actually totally a good mm-hmm. value to give. So, yay. Mountain height. Um... Yeah, we discerned that there was black root. We went down into this southern cave, uh, leaving the northern cave for later. Uh, as we entered, we found it in a state of gradual erosion. Uh, there were obvious indications that there were pillars that had been utilized as construction for maintaining the structural integrity of the cave. Uh, there weren't any indications as to what this cave had previously been necessarily used for. Uh, no inclinations of mining or any other actual sources of what typically a cave might be uh, used as. Uh, The only minor pieces of detail that we had outside of the pillars themselves and the natural stone walls were the rotting piles of timber uh, that were on two of the walls and then on the back wall a an etching uh, in giant adjacent to an enormous mound of rubble. Uh, We, Ritora, 
stealthily went around the cave to ensure that there was no danger. Uh, we found no danger inside other than the spooky giant words in the back uh, and the weird big pile of rubble that went from ceiling to floor with a kind of bulbous, almost uh, inverted funnel shape. Uh, Vorst recognized that some of the rocks were kind of wiggling, giving a little bit of a vibration. And we met our good new friend, ideally, <coughs> Edelstein, a stone giant who emerged from the rubble. Uh, who Don has not yet jerked off, but we'll get there. Not yet. Who Don has not yet. I woke here in the game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like an Easter egg. <laughs> a little Easter egg. Well, yeah. A cameo, if you will. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we met our uh, perceivably amable, uh, amicable stone giant companion, uh, Edelstan, an elderly stone giant who has been slumbering here for an undisclosed amount of time. Uh, the few occasions in which he has awoken, he has not really seen anybody around him or anything to do, so he's simply gone back to hibernation. Uh, no reason whatsoever for a man who, as we eventually discerned uh, through conversations with him, that his people are either completely extinct or so spread out that he has not been able to find any others. So, in his loneliness, he has committed himself to just sleep. Uh... He translates the giant reading on the wall for us, which DJ did a fantastic job reading in the most <laughs> monotone. Just the whitest reading of a foreign language you've ever heard. <laughs> Bror Avbror. Why did you trust me to read it? Dodcom. It's because I wasn't physically here to read it. Correct. He's the leader of the bunch. Yes. Uh, yeah, in which we recognized that there was a, a piece of, uh, like a, an old giant folktale about this thing, this entity known as Dodkong, which means the Death King, uh, and told the tale of him and his other brothers that united and met and battled to be able to try to ascertain the powers of divine magic. Uh, and he seemingly consumed all of his brothers and became known as he who eats death. Uh, we don't like that. That sounds bad. I agree. <laughs> Probably don't try to hang out with Dodcom. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Probably. Probably. No, at he... least, yeah, you got to get to know him. First. He eats <laughs> death. It's expelling it. It's yeah, fine. Right? Like, it's if a good anything, thing. he's a cleric. So he he's the living alone. He's dead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, oh, we're not. Far. And <laughs> brothers. Uh-huh. Yeah, and his brothers. Ooh. Uh, yeah, so we got the two wonderful uh, giant runic symbols that uh, one for death, one for king. Uh, and then we asked whether or not he knows of an entrance into Selfarthen. He indicated to us that the northern cave was one where previously when he worked with assisting Frost Dwarves was a location in which they came out of. Uh, he does not know whether or not it is still open or anything like that. He also doesn't know really anything about the fate of the Frost Dwarves, having, again, uh, retired himself to hibernation for hundreds of years. Uh, and we decided to make our way perceivably out of the cave uh, after he indeed gave us the warning that the only time he has ever seen other things in here have been on a few occasions he's awoken and there have been goblins that return to this cave at evening uh, but again sleepy sleepy man who does not have a concept of time because I can't tell you the last time he saw the sun <laughs> he doesn't know what days are kind of like I don't anymore dude it feels really weirdly real and I hate it uh, are you a stone giant? <clears throat> I mean... Oh, no. Don, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> we gotta go to a different one. Uh, now we gotta get that server uploaded real fast. <laughs> Buy the Dell, buddy. We're going to town. I gotta go. <laughs> <Same>. <laughs> We're on Twitch, right? For now. I didn't check. Push of a button, I'll take us to a different one. <laughs> if you um, like Twitch. We're taking the show on private for a minute. <laughs> Cheer your bits. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, I mean, we will be picking up at the conclusion of Edelstan, indicating to you guys that goblins have returned here at evening times uh, on different occasions. He does not have an indication as to whether or not uh, that has been most recent. He said he feels like to him a few weeks ago, but again, a very sleepy giant. Uh, and you guys are standing here as he is still kind of, you know, like, surrounded by the rubble around, like, his hips and chest, like he's mostly uh, emerged from it, but he is still pretty contained in it. Uh, he stood, you guys saw the entirety of his height, but as we're talking, he would absolutely, as a big lazy man like me, just, <laughs> just return to his beautiful stone throne. <laughs> I see no reason why we would need to stay to see these whoever they are return home certainly not <clears throat> do they um bother you <clears throat> not know here rocks okay you said that you could help us acquire the black root in the area small yes. any amount will do okay you just see him just kind of like lumber slowly out of this and like grab onto one of the pillars and you can see his fingers just curl around it and like indent the pillar just from the weight of his hands and he just elevates himself and he just kind of looks around at the ground around. Chunk. Uh. Uh. All right. He just kind of turns around, he looks at the pile of rubble, and you see him just begin to slowly start pushing the rocks away from the corner, just dispersing them out in this big, you know, incredibly clumsily constructed, almost looks like a tidal wave as the rocks begin to disperse, and his hands just, like, sink down into the rubble below. And he pulls out, you know, awkwardly gracefully for an enormous clumsy giant man, this, uh, what looks like amidst soil because his hand is so great and grand, you can see that his fingers have obviously dug through, and as he elevates his hand, there are particles of, like, the black silted soil that kind of linger and drop down, clatter over the rocks like little bits of pebbles, but as it breaks apart, you can see that there is, in fact, in his hand, a pretty fucking large-ass chunk of what looks like a black withered tree root. That will do just fine, thank you. Thank you very much. Where did he pull this from again? Behind the rocks where he was? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Yep, what he was contained in. I'm just going to look at Nesgrim. And to his mind, I'll say, Is he stashing it? <laughs> Do you have any medicine? Are you a guard? <laughs> I don't know you. You guys are cool? All right. 
You did say it is a short-term paralytic. Yes, absolutely, dude. I need to have a reason why this dude who only lives to 800 years old can be as old as he is. He's just, you take some and just... Yes, he literally sits here. It's like, none to do. All right. It's John's light again. Right? Pretty much. Yeah, big fucking chunk. So, I mean, I would say it's... Uh, probably about uh, maybe 18 inches, 20 inches across in his hand. So, I mean, it comprises a decent portion of his palm after all the dirt, like, silts away and falls off to the side. He's just kind of like... Ugh. What about the root, though? Nice. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, Ethan, were you holding the bag for the... Or was that uh, nice I believe one? Nesgrim had it, though we did give some to Goron. You still have the extra bag, Nesgrim, though? Yes? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'll hand it chew. to you. Chew. Chew? Chew? No. We need it for a ritual. Uh, magic. Okay. Healing magic. Medicine. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> Want break? Big? Uh, sure. Yes, thank you. She kind of like holds two fingers <laughs> out and just. <laughs> <laughs> like little fucking sword for fingers! <laughs> the clamps! <laughs> Give me the clamps! <laughs> yep, he just fucking straight like snips it underneath his fingers. You got two solid, like, you know, eight inch, nine inch pieces of black root. Okay. How many uh, ounces? Yeah, do we have an estimation? Uh, yeah. I mean, I guess you could hold it in your hand and give you a solid estimation where the black root. Like, I'll say that this is fucking like nine, ten ounces worth of this shit, dude. Ooh, nice. Hmm. Right. I had a stash, dude. It's old. <laughs> um. Found the old stoner, dude. He's got a lot. Why are there all stoners in these woods? <laughs> <laughs> so far. <laughs> oh no! Wait, is the other side up? Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go that way. That's yeah. why all the um, shifters just run nonstop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dude, whoa, gotta go! Bye! <laughs> did they bring back food for him and I had cooked it, or were they still out getting it? No, we brought they the, brought the uh, food brought back. The we back. were making the food. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, so <clears throat> this was prior to us learning about the goblins, so I'm going to say... Uh, we probably should get out of here. Our fire and smoke might have attracted uh, the people that live here. Fair. Should probably get out of here before they return. It's a good idea. Have you finished preparing the food? Uh, yes. Offer it to him. Thank you. Thank you. Was it stew? <laughs> I think, it was I think he just roasted the deer. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, my whole stew. <laughs> Thank you. I was going to say, is that burnt? Oh. Oh. This is soup. No, this is just... Uh, just I'm so fucking soup. high. Yeah, so I mean, I guess he, you know, just takes up a big chunk of the delicious deer that you've prepared for him and, you know... Gobbles that shit down, bones and all. <laughs> As you do. Uh, Alright, well, we're gonna be leaving now. Okay. I don't suppose 
You would mind showing us the way to this other entrance that you know of? Door? Yes. Yes. Okay. Not far. Can walk. Okay. Very Thank good. You. Thank you. Welcome. <laughs> I'll offer him the rest of the meat. Nice. <laughs> and also the deer. <laughs> Just fucking vacuums it. <laughs> the deer? <laughs> My soul! The stone God giant. Damn it. I didn't think he'd get me like that. <laughs> the stone giant became hurt very quickly. Oh, uh, Not again. Um, <laughs> the other thing I was going to ask, mm-hmm. uh, since we've been collecting seeds and things for these, this being a root is obviously not the same thing. Uh-huh. Would I be familiar with at least how this is grown? Is it like pieces of the root are harvested and then replanted, or is that some other process? Oh, in terms of being able to like relocate yeah, this yeah, back yeah. towards like Oshwam? cut a piece off of this and separate it out and give it to Retora for the seed bag. Theoretically, it's a root. Yeah, and it should grow from yeah. itself. Self, as yeah, long absolutely. As okay. I would say yeah. that that's fair. Okay. Because I mean, when yeah. I planted like bushes and shit like that, like it's obviously not seeds. Sure. Like, yeah. Yeah. No, I would Potatoes. say that's fair. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. No, that's fair. Cool. Yeah, I'll, I'll cut a piece mm-hmm. off of the of one of the like offshoots and mm-hmm. give it to Retora to put in the seed bag. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll get a little bit of dirt and just. Yeah, compact it and keep mm-hmm. it like encased, I guess, to try to protect it. Because yeah. I will say, like, this is described as incredibly fragile and withered. Yeah. So some of I, that dirt that he pulled, like the dirt that it was in, yep. I'll take some of that. Okay. Um, cool. Assuming it's not black soiled earth. No, no, no. It's, yeah. <laughs> Just have to have to make sure. <laughs> She'll take some of that. She'll look at it after it's in her right. Oh, awkward. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, this, you're, this is so funny. You're never going to believe this. You'll never believe what I did. Just this force choking Ethier. <laughs> Ethier, you'll never believe it. <laughs> yes, it's definitely Retora. Whoopsie. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love the thought of Felix getting away with a crime like that. So <laughs> Retora, put your hand out. You're killing him. I'm not even looking. <laughs> Oh no. Uh, <laughs> She's lost control of herself. Yeah. I mean he uh begins to slowly like uh kinda crawl on all fours out towards the entrance of the cave. Following um, along. Mm-hmm. Following this lead. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And a really large stone giant ass in front of you. <laughs> mm-hmm. He has effectively a big patchwork piece of kinda clumsily strewn together like uh Furs from a cockcloth. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> He's got a cockcloth made of owlbear and uh, regular bear. <laughs> Just like 40 carcasses wrapped around. <laughs> I was going to give him one of the hides. Oh, yeah, yeah, the one of the deer ones that you had, yes. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I guess he'll look at it. Thank you. You're welcome. Hat. Sure. What did you give him? How did I know that's what was going to happen? Oh, yeah, a piece of cloth? Uh, one of the deer skins. <laughs> what? One of the deer skins. Headscarf. Yeah. Yeah. Do we have more? We have, have one three. More. Okay. So, oh, yeah, we did just get another one, so you have two two additional. Um, So I would have asked her to cut me off a piece of that and used a little bit of my fishing line and, like, a sharp bone to knit, like, a little uh, bag to keep the black root in as we're walking. Sure. Do you guys have additional pouches still, or do you need the pouch? 
Uh, so I know people had purchased additional pals. Yeah, we had a, a bunch of, of like sacks and stuff. I just figured since it's fragile, I have, something. I have a basket. Something that's smaller so it doesn't sure. like bounce around. Yeah, I can say that that's yeah. easy enough to be able to do. But we don't have sewing supplies. I have pouches. Okay. I have yeah. pouches. We've, yeah. we've established that we do not have sewing supplies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, true. true. I mean, it's easy enough. We got bones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he's got a lot of bones. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah if you have pouches, bones, we're good line, we can sew anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he just uh, places this deer on his head. <laughs> I mean, he's got like a very large, I don't know if you guys saw it before, but he's got a really big fucking dome. <laughs> so, I mean, the deer itself just kind of like sits, like stomach on its head, like legs flayed around its head. <laughs> the legs he's got by his ears. <laughs> It's got mutton chops. <laughs> it's it's like a fashion that. statement. <laughs> He's an Ooh. Amish stone giant. Mm-hmm. Uh, he takes the legs and ties it back like a bandana. <laughs> <laughs> Fresh Snowy to today. Death. Ties it under oh, his chin. Oh, he's fucking Rambo. Yeah, no, he uh, crawls his way out, and you guys see him push through the snow and just kind of slap some of it to the side and stand up and begin brushing his, you know, lower torso and legs and stuff off from all the snow and gives a little shake. Uh, looks up at the sky. Cold. It is indeed. Very. Will you be all right? Yes. Yeah. Good with cold. Used to the cold. Yes. That is good. And he just points up towards the north. Cave. We will follow your lead. Uh, gives like a big fucking awkward <laughs> wave. And just start slowly moser, meandering on <laughs> Does over. Does he leave prints in the snow? Uh, I will say that you guys are capable of seeing, like... Nah, he's so fucking lazy, he shuffles, it looks like lines. <laughs> <laughs> he's not lifting his foot, because he's, he's like 20 inches. He's making pathways, ironically, for you guys, because his feet are so wide, that you guys are like... Dude, we got like a fucking tractor now. <laughs> this is cool. Let's bring him back to Oshwamp. Right? <laughs> Could um. charge money for clearing services. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that's what I was thinking. You gonna eat him? Stone flower. <laughs> Gain his power. Mm-hmm. I mean, or, you know, hey man. How, are these very, like, I want to cover the tracks if possible. Uh, it's like 20 inches of snow. Okay, so no. no. <laughs> it, it would take it's you a substantial amount of time. straight to the... Yep. Yeah. Like, anybody in their right mind shouldn't be following tracks like this. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like that is 100% a fair assumption to make, that all the living things in this area, if they saw tracks like that, not fucking with it. No. Yeah, that's like a fucking... That's fucked. That's a fucking T-Rex in Jurassic Park. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine the poor goblins coming mm-hmm. back to their home and mm-hmm. being like, oh. What, what, what was here? <laughs> or what just went in. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they may never come back. It smells like fire in there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he begins meandering his way over towards this other cave. It's about 500 uh, feet away because you guys traveled like 150 to 200 feet down. So he's just meandering his way over. You see him just clumsily shaking back and forth as he takes these low steps. <sighs> yeah, I don't know if you guys are doing anything intentionally or in route. I'm keep... always looking for things. Yep. <laughs> I'm looking for things at the back. Sure. Yeah. By uh, that I mean people like, you know, keeping an eye on our back. Swatching the back. <laughs> Look at that ass. Get, getting those points on the back end. <laughs> Fucking serpent. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> Thank you. You can make a perception check as you watch the flank. <laughs> and all and also the back. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. God. Is that, it's yep. a nat one. Mesmerized by the ass. <laughs> I wanna look away, but I can't. Oh why? <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's up what's up <laughs> I will say that you as an individual that has just encountered a thing that is uh, beyond the scale of the existences you have previously encountered are enraptured not with his sexuality but with his existence <laughs> it's the biggest ass you've ever seen <laughs> pretty much <laughs> you fucking grandfather clock <laughs> and, and you could say it's rock salad <laughs> Find some new dice here. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, anybody else who is looking for anything? Uh, just... I'm going to look for more roots now that... Oh, uh, yeah, in the areas that have been cleared by this? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. You can make a perception check. I would like to observe the giant. Sure, yeah. Badass. Not like <laughs> not, not like that, but yeah. Not like how, he, how he moves if he's actually bothered by the cold perception. shivering. Sure. Yes. Nine. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, I'll say that the areas in which it's cleared, it looks like he is stepping on areas in which the soil is a little bit more uh, compacted with, like, gravel. Like, there's small amounts of consistent rocks and other mm. things like that, which would give you the implication that, like, in the uh, spring times, uh, there would obviously be some kind of trajectory with rockfalls or mudslides. So you would see a higher density of, of rocks and other yes. sediment in the area. In the springtime. Correct. Definitely that area not. that will never get the same. <laughs> Phew. Uh, you're trying to pay attention to like his Movement. motor functions and yes. whether or not he's bothered by the cold, you said? Yes. Okay, yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll say that because you're attempting to analyze a creature. Uh, going to let man, you know my, feel... per, my perception and investigation bonuses are the same. Same? Yeah. Uh, doesn't matter then. That's okay. fine with either. So it's a 22. 22? Yeah, I'll say based on his physiology, the thing that's probably the most striking to you is how, like, obviously lean he is. With being as tall as he is, uh, he's slow moving, but based on the experiences you've had with him and how, I guess, sedentary he was for so long, I would say you would equate the issues in his movement not being, like, an actual consistent thing in the physiology of a stone giant more just like particularly this dude literally just woke up okay. and is having like the morning issues that anybody does have especially a person like me <laughs> just like <"Ugh>, coffee <laughs> coffee <laughs> um yeah uh i will say he is he looks like he's slightly bothered by the cold um it looks as though he's giving off a slight sense of shivering uh it doesn't seem like it's something that is slowing him down, uh, and it doesn't look like it is necessarily dangerous as far as the temperatures that are there. But you do see like heavy puffs of breath as he is walking. Okay. Uh, um, as we're walking, uh, Retor is looking in the tracks. I would be looking more along the like base of where the mountain hits the ground, which sure. I know is like mostly covered with snow. But if I see anything kind of like Poking sticking out of the snow. Uh, body herbs plants anything kind sure. of sticking out that yeah. seems uh out of place mm -hmm. <clears throat> uh that's gonna be a 17 on the die plus seven 24 yeah cool 
Uh, yeah, I will say that you, as you are passing along, you know, this trajectory, uh, you'll see slight breakpoints, effectively, where you would associate, um, as you're ascending up a mountainous area, especially in a region like this, it is uh, more treacherous because it's not like a unified piece. Sure. You're seeing more jagged kind of like miniature peaks, even in the sl like lower portions of the ascension here. So I would say that you're able to effectively discern that like the areas that are not previously indicated by the cairns, like the passageways, yeah. they look like they are jagged. And it looks as though... I can't tell you a justification for why when they are covered in snow, you would be able to discern that they're jagged, but it looks as though they are formed. Okay. Like, intently. Sure. So we would make the <clears throat> assumption, especially based on like the caves and stuff that this is a very deep mountain mm -hmm. that the fact that there are peaks, peaks not at the that low high point up. yes okay is that there is a significant depth yeah. underneath here okay. yes cool mm -hmm. anybody else trying to do anything while we're on route good good all good mm -hmm. very good we will uh make our way towards the secondary cave uh so i mean after the you know, 500 so feet uh, traversing through the cleared passageways by Edelstan. Uh, he stops, and as previously indicated, the opening for this one is definitively a little bit smaller. Uh, this one was only about like 12-ish feet in height, and it looks as though it is only about 6 to 7 feet in width. So this one is definitively a bit more narrow. Is this the other cave that we saw, or is it a different cave? This is the other one that you saw towards mm -hmm. the north side. Uh, this is the one that he had indicated that has an entryway mm -hmm. inside. Uh, as you approach it and you get into the area, uh, well, he would be the individual leading, so he would walk to the opposite side of it, stop, and just kind of, like, point down, because he's obviously taller than what the height of this is, so, like, he would just kind of be pointing down to the, the pinnacle of the framing of this opening. Inside. Do you know anything of this entrance? Dwarf hole. Dwarf hole. Yes. They made it know? or they used it? Um, use? Not okay. no made. Do you know where it leads to in their city? Not been in? Dwarf yeah. come out. Never been in their city? Not through hole. Is there a way that you are able to get in? Went through hole. High. Big doors. Above. Yes, mountain peak. How far away is that? I. Yes. Climb. Uh, walk path. Dwarfs. Uh, rocks. Shiny. Come out. Uh, and then. Uh, Pull. Uh, small. Carts. Cart. Yes. Uh, points like westward. <clears throat> Take rocks. A mine. Mm, yes. Find rock. Uh, dig. <clears throat> um, sharp. Yes. Pickaxe. Yeah, hit. Hit wall. 
forge metal uh, hammer uh, chest uh, armor uh, yes he just kind of like taps his loincloth I'm just gonna point to like yeah he hears the clang yes 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 uh, very nice metals thank you no dwarf <laughs> very nice Still beat up. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this, this entrance. Do you know what it was for? Out. An exit from the city. Yes. Come out. Rocks. Cart. West. To bring from the city elsewhere. Yes. Uh. This entrance must be close to wherever they were harvesting these rocks. Yes. That they were not bringing them down from above. I think they were working top down. Could just be faster to... Uh... What color is your armor? You have chainmail on, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he would point at the chain linking. Same. Metal. Imagine when he, like, pokes me, it's like... Oh, <laughs> he proves my ribs and my heart! <laughs> little nudge, it's like getting hit by a semi. Mm-hmm. They would make this? Color. Silver. Silver. Big. Pull my sword out and point to, like, the silver in the handle. Yes. Big silver. And does anyone have any red on them? No. I don't believe so. I feel like everybody has mostly gone towards yeah. black and white clothing. The most and that I have would be like the kind of pinkish kind of like flowers. flowers. Yeah. My throat wound. Oh. <laughs> okay. That should be covered. Yeah, that's covered by the coif from your helm. Yeah. Okay. Um other uh, rock. Blood. Mm. Uh, uh, red, red. It's blood colored. Blood. Blood. Yes. Yes. Not no. A rock. Yes. Stone. Bloodstone. Not no. Bloodstone. Speckle. Tiny dot. Gray. Not see when work dwarf. Did you help them forge these? Some, yes, uh, have a big forge. Many uh, use hot rocks. Where were these forges at? Uh, go in up. Down. Low. Perhaps near this area. Not, no, never, never go take rock from wall. Only work rock. Understood. I know how to work a good rock. I <laughs> 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 know how to work the rock. <laughs> <laughs> what will you do 
now that you are awake and back outdoors? Uh, not home. Uh, cave. You're going to go back? Nowhere go. Just cave. Do you want to be there? Uh, uh, Miss Family Dwarves uh, Just kind of sit now We have friends in the city Dwarf We do have There are some Cold It is in the north so it is cold yes we have a, a friend who is a dwarf that uh, makes armor. Smith. Yes. Friend. Mm-hmm. Perhaps. Me. Me. Take. Friend. Uh. <laughs> Perhaps we can bring you there instead. Oh. Me fit city. Perhaps safe. beneath. Always oh. gonna fuck whatever they do. Under city. Oh <laughs> if you wait for us to come back, we could inquire as to a way to get you in. Yes. He would be very helpful with what we found beneath the orphanage. Perhaps. Probably. At the very least, he would have better company than he does in that cave. Yes. Trucks. Yes. yes. <laughs> and goblins. We have to find... Not goblin. Smush. <laughs> <laughs> we have to find some... Try take drugs. Thank you. This is my hole. Get out. <laughs> Where St- Instead of bark, he's just stone. <laughs> <laughs> we have to find some other... Ingredients for this cure. Grimdar did say trees are rocks, so. Right? <laughs> the connection's there! We know You're he's welcome. a world class intellect. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> well, if Grimdar built the world, this could have fucking happened. Could have been anybody else. <laughs> could have fucked it up. Uh, we are hoping to find. Medicine. Yes, we are hoping to find much of what we need. Inside of the city. Mm-hmm. Although I believe some of these things are higher up in the mountains. So we may be a while. We could have him uh, keep an eye out of this cave to look for Corn. Corn was going to meet us there. If he can not go all the way up the mountain, that might be preferred. Corn? Uh, a, f- a friend. Friend with corn? Corin. It's a large man, not as large as you. Okay. Um. Not yellow. <laughs> no. Okay. This is a person. <laughs> Similar word. <laughs> okay. But different. Okay. Mm, not find. N- not food. Yes, not eat. <laughs> Find. Yes, he will be coming Put to look for us. 
Okay. Wears a white coat. Okay. Big. Not big. as big as you. Big man. Yes. Bigger than me, Bigger but not than as Nesgrim. big as you. Or what What does he think your name is? Snesgrim. Snesfriend. Yes. Bigger. Yes. Bigger than me, right. Okay. But smaller than you. Yes. Wait. Find. Tell friends in whole. Okay. Yes. Okay. Can do. Very good. Do you know of any more Blackroot nearby? Some that perhaps you could find while you wait. Some in caves nearby? Yes. Some under rocks can lift. Dig. Yes. How much did we need, Ether? Uh, of which one? Blackroot. It was, you need four ounces need four of each, ounces. and you're doing four, or two rituals. So. I thought it was three rituals. Three rituals, forgive me, yeah. So we have ten and a half ounces of that. Mm-hmm. So we need two more. Yep. Yeah. We're doing pretty good on the Blackroot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The more the merrier, because since yeah, it's you a root, plant it. yeah, you mm-hmm. can try and propagate it. Was there anything else Did we? in the area that he could keep an eye out for? Um, I imagine he knows this area better than we do. Yes. What do we have? You have Mallow, you have Teardrop. Yeah, we have Teardrop, Blood Perch, Mallow, Bones, Leaf, and Blackroot. Mm-hmm. So we need Silver Bark, which is in the north. Mm-hmm. Sap of the Taurus Tree, yeah. which, which is, is also in the north. Amidst the mountains, mm, that's is what I have mountains. written. I don't know if that's right further up, up, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do we, we know what a Taurus Tree looks like? Mm-hmm. Yes. I showed the picture. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can do it again. I think I have a description somewhere back in my notes. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Perhaps he would know where some of the gems are. Mm-hmm. Possibly, yes. And maybe these tourist trees. Yes, that could be helpful. Some beach tree we needed, sap, too. Mm-hmm. We needed multiple pieces of these tourist trees. Yes, I think so. The sap, mm-hmm. specifically. And also the flowers. I believe Seraphina requested some. Yes, oh, that's that is she? right. Something I, to do with stopping magic. Yes. Uh, the I was one in the middle that is super that. windy and spindly. Oh, Lord. Mm-hmm. What kind of. What? Mm-hmm. What? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That'd be easily identified. Yeah. Looks like a corkscrew. Mm hmm. Do you know of. It's a bonsai tree. <laughs> the tourist tree. Wave. Yes, that's the one. Yes. Do you happen to know where any of these are? Tall. High. Mountain. We are after some of the sap of these trees. And some flowers. I believe they interfere with magical capabilities. Sap. Sticky. Ah, yes. Tree blood. Tree blood. Yes. Yes. Need trees for the cure. Yes. Sick friend. Yes. And another back in the city. Yes. Need trees. Yes. Can bring trees. That would be most helpful. 
Did we tell him she was sick? No. Sick friend? Or in jest? Or does we, he just know? No, we he did not. Okay. I mean, I'm not going to tell you why he knows. Sure, sure, sure. Stop. Stop. He didn't mention it. Stop. And no. The DJ's notes say do not take the leaves off this tree. Mm-hmm. Yes, DJ's notes are less specific than what we were actually told. Which we is? Be careful of the leaves. Be careful of the leaves. <laughs> and we were specifically requested to get some, and we were just told to be careful not to prick ourselves with them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But he knows what don't, these trees are. I'll dab for you, don't mm-hmm. worry. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to trust DJ's notes. <laughs> I just, if, you if it's on the whiteboard, mm-hmm. that's a different story. Mm-hmm. Listen, that's when my notes were separated by mm-hmm. category. That's when I was still trying before I was just frantically scribbling things. It was so long ago. I really just was. The... Um, so I'm going to approach him. They interfere with magic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just look up with my hood up mm-hmm. and into his mind and say, Edelstein? Yes. Does the cold bother you? Mm. Uh, mm, okay. Not too bad. Chilly. I, I can help for a bit. How help? I'll take off my glove. And Goblin. Huh? Goblin. <laughs> N- no. Goblin. <laughs> Just no. green. That's different. Goblin. It's taller. Fishy. Goblins can't do this. And I'll just touch, I guess, his ankle or his yeah. shin. Mm-hmm. And I'll uh, do Hot. environmental <laughs> adaptation. Hot, <laughs> Hot goblin. <laughs> if he's wet. Hot wet goblin in my area. <laughs> Oh, I better burn out for this. <laughs> uh, no, I didn't. Six. Six. Okay. Yeah, I mean, he feels like a radiating warmth just kind of fill him. Mm, nice. How hot? How give, make hot? Just, just give him a thumbs up. Put my glove back on. Hand. Hot hands. <laughs> Yes, sure. It won't last too long, but I hope it helps. Thank you. You're welcome. Good friend. Nice goblin. Not, not a goblin. <laughs> okay. Gar green. Good green man. I'm just gonna look at you. <laughs> what call green man? Felix. Felix. Yes, that's right. Friends with Snezgrim. Mm-hmm. Very good. Snezgrim. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Me bring trees? Yes, please. Yes. Okay. And roots. Roots. A little bit more of the black root would be helpful. Find under rocks on way up mountain. Yes. Uh, and there is a, a, a gray flower? Spellbane? Okay. Uh, should be by the trees, I think. Okay. Uh, be careful of the leaves on the trees. Yes. Hurt. Yes. Yes. Me will break. Okay. If you can crush stone, you should be fine. Sharp. Sure. Yes. Like a uh, stab. <laughs> <laughs> you know, shank. 
<laughs> try to come in cave, take drugs. <laughs> it with tree leaf. <laughs> oh. Just go and leave. Oh my no, god. Leaves. Oh, that would be a horrible weapon. Just him with an entire tree <laughs> Just like a whip. God. Oh my god. <laughs> Like oh. the worst cat in nine tails, dude. Oh, it's just all knives. Oh, <laughs> oh I hate it. Oh. Yes, uh, me take big rock and break branches. It's a good idea. Kick away leaves. <laughs> Pull tree. Bring tree. Sure. You would not happen to know where to find frost agates and chrysobarrel stones. Yes. Blue rock, green rock. Right, yes. Yes, yes uh, dwarf, inside. Work. Inside. Yes. Yes, bring out. Uh, we will have to keep our eyes peeled while we are inside them. Yes. yes. Uh, uh, chipped inside. Bigger stone. Stunk. Understood. Uh, not, not, uh, out yet. Hmm. Trapped. Have to uh, melt, melt stone. Understood. For green and blue rock. Very good. Uh, Smith, Smith, friend. Could do. Mm. Yes. Very good. Could do. Had forge. Not have forge. But could help if find way city. Yes. Yes. Is there a forge in the dwarven city? Many. Could always do it there. No, we should bring them back to Christian. No. None of us are trained in smithing. How hard could it be? <laughs> <laughs> it, it is very so many hearts. Why he if you see um, this no, man he, he, described, yes, uh, tell him that uh, Mary Bell's friends are inside. Mary Bell, friend. Yes. yes. Okay. We'll say hello, Mary Bell, friend. Yes. Okay. Me lay trees down here. Thank you. Okay. Very good. We will return. And we will bring you with us to the city. Yes. We will find a way for you to have new friends there. Yes. Good. How tall is this man? 17 feet, 18 feet. There. <laughs> okay. We'll, we'll hide him in the walls. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> How large was the pile of stones that he was in? Uh, it went to the ceiling, which was about 21 to 22, 22 feet. So it's not like he was, like, compressed under a... Mm-mm. Nope. I mean, he was pretty <laughs> yeah. pretty tightly wound in there. Just like a like big a... stone blanket. Mm-hmm. <laughs> pretty much. A weighted a, blanket. A very weighted blanket. <laughs> <laughs> Anxiety school. Weighted blanket, Giles Corey edition. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you for your help. Yes. Yalum. Edostan. Yes. Friends now. Yes. yes. Most definitely. Thank for food. You're welcome. If find bear, Adolstan, bring bear. Yes, please. We will gladly okay. cook you anything. Yes. Uh, I don't make sure uh, the bear is dead. And not 
Yes. Not, <laughs> okay. not white. Not white bear. No white bears. Okay. Only. Yes. Only brown bears. Only brown bears. Okay. Even if the brown bear looks to be white. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <gasps> white no. brown bear. <laughs> no. How many? Uh, what? What about owl bear? Sure. Yes. That's a different thing entirely. Smush. Smush. Yes. Okay. Every time. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Smush all. There might be some owl bear left over in the woods. Oh. Okay. <laughs> If need go woods, we'll look. We okay. happened upon one earlier. Yes. I left its leg sticking up out of the ground. It should be easy to find. What? Did did you do that? <laughs> yes, because yeah. I was yes, going to yeah. carry it with me. We hacked it off and then we left it on. <laughs> yeah. I was going to carry it with me and then everyone yelled at me. <laughs> so I just left it. That might be too far for him to go. He's going the other way. If yes. he happens to go out that way. Well, he, he might not find his way back. Uh, I, I would stay here. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mountain climb. Yes. Take, Stay close. Take day or so. Climb. Yes. And rip trees and smush, smush bears. Yeah. Yes. Lot of work. Good smush day. bears. <laughs> it was many years later they found out that this is the reason for all of the albums being Just extinct. A, a path of uprooted trees and smushed bears. <laughs> wrong tree. Smush bear. Oh, wrong bear. Tree. Oh. Tree. Bear. <laughs> One for friends, (laughs) one for me. I've smushed tree and uprooted bear. (laughs) Bear have no family now. Life completely different. Quit his job, (laughs) move to new city. Uh, Start school in summer. (laughs) You would see him kind of like start to make his way back towards the pathway slightly down towards the uh, centered area where uh, the cairns would uh, be still slightly visible beneath the heights of the snow and just kind of like take these lumbering steps and you see him place his hands out to the sides and he grabs the like peaks of these rocks and uses them as effectively railings <laughs> and just begins awkwardly climbing his way up and you see him like that's a stone giant we just made friends with he's fun climbing a mountain for us to go rip up some trees what a guy <laughs> what a guy mm-hmm. a friend I ho <laughs> avalanche <laughs> <laughs> no why <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah you guys are standing here with Reardon who's just kind of like this is the weirdest fucking thing I've ever seen. I kind of forgot Ruta was here. Yeah. I'm just gonna... Yeah. That's fine. At least you'll fit in the cave with us. Yeah. Definitely. We should as long as I'm like this. Looking into yeah. this entrance. I get real big when I get angry. <laughs> Great. I'm just gonna look at Vorst. Turn green? No. Like a terrifying reddish brown. Oh, oh fun. Yes. And horns get bigger and... My arm spikes get a, I guess you could say spikier. Spikier, yeah, dude, yeah, it's nice. It's really good for shredding stuff. I'm I'm gonna say into his mind, you're just now telling us this. I mentioned it a little bit before. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it which thank you very much, or I twitch. I'm still not 100 certain which one <laughs> is, but uh, thank you very much for the resub. We really appreciate it. Yeah, that's fine. I just become like a horrible demon when I get angry. Same. So don't make Do him you? angry. Except when I get sad. Oh, yeah, dude. Different emotional regulation skills. 
Do you get angry often? No. We can discuss this. As long this. as I have... You know, you yeah, know, I'm going to start stuff. walking into the cave because <laughs> I'm just scratching my head. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we are making our way inside this cave. <laughs> yep. Cool, we're going to take a fucking break. <laughs> we'll be right, right back, friends. Oh, no. Demon hole. Mm-hmm. Is it time for... <laughs> Welcome back, everyone. We have returned. Oh, they look good. Mm-hmm. Do gifted subs t- count towards the goal? Uh, yeah, they do. I think I have to up. I have to like update it manually, uh, Volpix. But yes, they do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I always love, update after stream. Love that the brownies are framed in the background. <laughs> they are. It just looks like some. They some, made it. They made it into the shot. Thank God. Some dirt some and rocky. earth. Hey, thank you very much, Volpix, for the five gifted hey, subs. Thanks. Thank you so, so much. We really thank appreciate you. it. Thank you, Volpix. Yeah. So, we're making our way inside this first beautiful cavern. Uh, well, we don't have any uh, other sources of light outside of our dark vision, correct? Unless anybody is utilizing something to cast. Or? Yeah, I mean, would my uh, light on the torch would have worn off from Snazgrim? Uh... I would have I would have put away my regular torch and just kept that one out. I think it only okay. lasts ten minutes. Uh, it lasts an hour. An, an hour. hour. Okay. So I mean, it's, it's probably been more than an hour though because we cooked for him before. Yeah, we that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I he, mean, it's, he it's, put it's, light on the thing when we walked into that cave. It's okay, a cantrip yeah. If you want it back. Yeah. yeah, no. So I wouldn't have it out right now though. Mm-hmm. So I can't. How far can I see? Well, I mean, in terms of like the light that would be entering from the outside on a slightly out overcast day, I would say maybe like 15 feet ahead of you. Okay. Give you some kind of dim lit vision. Uh, for those of you who had the dark vision, uh, it feels like the 60 feet for the majority of you, all you see is an unending sense of blackness. You see the uh, stone floors in front of you, uh, clearly defined uh, and refined and constructed. It uh, looks like there is actually a pathway here that was laid over the natural rock formations. The walls themselves, for what you guys are able to see as you enter, are still the natural stone formations. Uh, for those of you who have any sense of familiarity in terms of trade, you would understand that roads are central to being able to actually safely and consistently transport, coinciding with what Edelstan has indicated to you that this was an exit uh, utilized for trade. Uh, the areas right around you for what you're able to see in the 180 degrees ahead of you because the cave kind of uh, bottlenecks inward almost in a, a cylindrical style shape uh, as it descends back. Uh, the walls themselves are still the natural uh, stone cut formations where you're able to see that they have been intentionally flattened uh, over time uh, through some sort of tool manipulation, but you're able to see that they are natural, uh, however flattened and smoothed. Uh, you can see that as well, there are pillars that ascend up to the ceilings. The ceilings in here are about 18 feet in height. Uh, but the pillars themselves look as though they are actually laid of granite and mortar uh, and ascended as constructions to ensure structural integrity of this cavern. Uh, probably right around the edges of your vision, you're able to see the front, like the uh, front yeah, portions. 60 of feet the, like in here somewhere. Yep, you're able to see the front portions of a pair on either side of dilapidated carts, uh, where the woods themselves uh, for the structural front of the cart is broken and cracked. Uh, you can see that inside of them, it looks to be, there's 
some kind of storage container. Uh, the barrels themselves are physically there for the map. Uh, however, they would just look like these the flayed out um, conical shaped kind of spindle pieces of the wood uh, where you could see the metal banding for which was previously used to hold them together. Uh, but you would see them burst open uh, contents of what looks like uh, small chisel pieces of granite and other stones kind of splayed out on the ground in front of the carts themselves as though there might have been other contents in here but all that remains are these meaningless, worthless stones. That is all that you see before you in terms of your 60 feet of dark vision at the moment. Uh, the ceilings as well I will also describe in terms of again being comparable to the walls themselves. Uh, any stalactites that would have been descending from the ceilings, you can see little chipped pieces of where they have been cleared away to ensure that there is no treacherous terrain inside of this cavern. Mm. Nothing to like fall down on them. Correct. Interesting. We should put some light out. Muffle through my bag for a torch. Same reason as before. Sure. If there is anything, it knows. It'll know before we will. So right. we can't hurt. Grab the end of his torch and cast light on it. You cast light on his torch. Yeah. Cool. You see <laughs> this sun illumination <laughs> first. Uh, what is the distance for bright and dim? Uh, 20, 20, 20. I'm going to double check. But, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, do the same thing with my bone lantern. Cast light on the inside. Mm-hmm. On the little wick you have. Yep. Yep. 20 bright, 20 dim. Yeah, so I will say that uh, your dark vision extends out from the dim, so you would be able to see the 20 feet brightly, and then you are now able to see in totality 80 feet out, because the dark would extend from the 20 of that. Float it 5 feet up, Mm -hmm. 10 feet in front of us. 10 feet out in front of you? Yeah, as you start to cascade this, you know, flickering sensation of light, you get a better illumination of the walls uh, around you guys. You're able to see that uh, there are clear indentations for what would be interpreted as the obvious strike points uh, from a pickaxe or another blunt object. You can see that in some points you see that there are rocks that are large, almost boulder-shaped. However, in the areas in which the rocks themselves look as though they might have parted where these boulders would have been pushed against to place, you can see pointed, like, piton-style chisel pieces cracked in. <laughs> to be able to maintain the structural integrity because they didn't utilize mortar in this. This with being boulders that were effectively here and they're attempting to shape to keep. You can see that there are these long, like, conic-shaped things chiseled and cracked into them. Uh, you said you floated about 10 feet ahead? Uh, yep, 10 feet ahead. Right at the edges of what would be your dark vision on the Sarah side of the walls, on the opposite side, beyond the carts and the broken pieces of barrel and rubble that exist on the ground, you would see what looks like a small, dilapidated weapon rack. Uh, Yes. You would see that it is covered currently in cobwebs that attach backwards and elevate up towards the height of the wall. They kind of, the like gossamer uh, thread just slightly glistens off the light that you're cascading out. So you get that little bit of shiny glimmer in the distance. Do any of the weapons look to be intact? Uh, from the distance that you were at in the dark vision, it's going to be very difficult for you to discern that, Fair. I will say. Fair. I don't like when you reuse words. <laughs> what, what word? Glimmer. Well, I'm going to start walking in. It's fine. I'm going to give a 
good old deep whiff of the room, kind of get the, the mm-hmm. lay of the land as for smells. Sure, absolutely. You can make your uh, perception check for smell with advantage. Dirty 20. Dirty 20? Nice. Uh, yeah, I will say that beyond what is indicated to you in terms of what you would associate with traditional cavern smells, uh, one of the things that you're getting that is unfamiliar to you is a different type of stone. It's, uh, it feels almost chalky. Like if you were to clap like talcum powder, mm-hmm. you would get that kind of like strange odor uh, that like, again, <laughs> we, we're going to associate it with like baby powder, but like you get that kind of huff of a clean kind of powdery substance in the area. Uh, you would as well smell the, hmm, like, lingering cantankerous odor of what would be associated for you with old bones. Great. As opposed to those new bones. Correct. Mm, mm, that new bone smell. That new wet bone <laughs> smell. No, this is old, cracked, like, marrow mm. bone. Like, old rot. Uh-huh. Gotcha. Yes seems that there must be an entrance further back in the cave. Smells like spider's dog. Great. <laughs> Love those. Paul's gotta go! Uh, I didn't paint any those. I don't have any fire spells, so... I know! <laughs> don't worry, I do. Definitely something long dead in here. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. I suppose we should proceed it with caution, of course. I'll do my best. Are we going to Moria? Start heading further into the cave. You know, sure. Yeah, same. Here we go. <clears throat> Take me with you. Yeah. You tell me how far you want to go, uh, and you're continuing to elevate your yep, the torch continue. inside of the hand. Yep. Uh, Ten feet in front, five feet in the air. Again. Five feet creep. in front, five feet in. I'm going to creep the other way. side of the same side as me. Mm-hmm. Sticking with you guys in the center. Yep, I will be too. Um, So... Am I able to see the ceiling? Uh, Ruta would stay towards the entrance and still be looking out to ensure that nobody's coming in. Uh, you said that it's five feet five up. Five feet up, yeah. Up from you, so 11 in the air. Yeah, absolutely. You'd be able to see the ceiling. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You're As you're going through, you're able to, you're, you know, the, the light itself, obviously it's not flames, but like even still the motion of the light would mirror flames. So you would see the... The like shadows lick along the grooves inside of the the ceiling itself. So, the walls are primarily flat constructions uh, based on how well they have smoothed and weathered them out. The ceilings are definitively more grooved, where you're able to see at certain points it dips. Like I indicated that they broke the stalactites. That's right. a concern in terms of breakage and potential lethality just from the terrain. Uh, this it feels like they left the actual grooves naturally in the stone here. Okay. Uh, yeah, you don't see anything. Uh, you don't see any indications of like webs or any other uh, creatures. You don't see any uh, like what I would indicate to you would be like, no other living things or anything. Sure, I would also say that you don't see anything that would give you the indication of like a shaft. You don't see anything that's like an opening that has been in any way formed or utilized. Okay. Yep. Uh, okay, so who is the individual? Sarah, that's you by the back corner over there behind Sarah's that pillar. Over there. Creeping. Worst, and then the rest of us are in the middle here. Okay. Uh, 
So I will go kind of like a, a clockwise or a counterclockwise from Rita this way, just so this way I do the primary group last. Uh, so Rita is still going to be keeping watch in terms of the entrance to make sure that nothing's coming in after you guys, especially now that we have light illuminating out from the cavern. Uh, Ritora, where you are right back there, you're able to see that the, the stone-laden base is wide uh, as you approach it. Uh, it looks as though it is closer to about 8 to 10 feet, and it is very thick around. Mm -hmm. uh, because it is a square base, you're able to see now as you approach it, it looks like granite bricks. Again, they did utilize like a limestone, like soft mortar to be able to keep this. Mm -hmm. So you can see that there are large partings between the uh, carved out, chiseled out stone bricks. But again, this is definitively well constructed. And even though that, as we are aware, fell far than has fallen some time ago, it's not like there is upkeep here. But the integrity that does still maintain from this stone is an indication of how well constructed it is. Even for an individual like Rotor who doesn't know much about stoneworking, I think it's fair to say, like, this is old and this still looks nice. This mm -hmm. is cool. Uh, in terms of the other corners, like where you are, you don't see anything like even where the, the obvious inladen road matches towards the base of the cavern itself. Like... It looks as though whatever was cleared out was cleared into an area and there is the smooth, continuous surface for the roads. Mm -hmm. So you're not seeing any bumps or any unleveled areas. Uh, as you are here, you can see that there are markings along the stones where it looks as though the impressions of things being dragged. You can see like, uh, not necessarily like scorch marks because I don't want to indicate like use of fire in this mm -hmm. area, but you would see small divots or dents, uh, little like small splotches where maybe things have been spilled like soiled uh, darker stains along mm -hmm. the stones in the corner here and then Glenn you are the one by the cart correct mm -hmm. uh, yeah so as you are near this cart uh, I will ask you to make a perception check Twenty one. Twenty one. so in the gravel uh, that has cascaded down here from the cart that is just kind of lingering. Uh, you can see that along the heights of some of it, stretching down from the corners of the dilapidated cart, you can see that there are thin gossamer threads of a spider web that looks as though it kind of precariously dangles down over a portion of this. The illumination of like the light shining off of this kind of reflects off of the gossamer threads. And you're able to see along the layerings, of the silt and soil and stones, what feels like a faint sensation of like a sparkle, like broken down little pieces. If you were to, for example, look at like sand mm -hmm. and you were able to see, based off the reflection of light, polished stones, very fine. And that's amidst this rubble. Underneath of the, mm -hmm. the spider web. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it. Why are you looking at me? Mm -hmm. You're the one who wanted to go into this cave. <laughs> I'm gonna go back to the hole. <laughs> <laughs> I get high with that stone giant. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, sucks. yeah. Actually, we could, yeah, we make pissed off at the giants and then go back to the other other hole. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Bring the giant to the other other hole. Yeah, that other hole is now fucked. that I <laughs> now that I see that Correct. web coming off of the corner there <laughs> and across. Mm -hmm. 
does the web, does that go to the wall, <laughs> like the web itself? Like, can I trace it across to Ooh, see? Where no, it... the web would actually elevate up towards the pillar that is behind the cart. Mm. Oh, so okay, it would so be it goes this way. Correct. Great. So um, I'm gonna follow that up mm-hmm. and look. Mm-hmm. From the light, can I see a reflection of that web continuing in any other direction from the top of that pillar or from off of the pillar? Yes. Uh, I will say that you see that it meets at the height of this pillar where it kind of narrows out and kind of thins towards the height and then it concludes in a a more circular kind of cobweb. And at the top, you can just see a spider relaxing in the center, kind of motionless amidst the light. How big? (laughs) <laughs> I mean, is it spider size or is it spider size? No, it's, it's just spider size. I would say, you know, it would fit mostly in the, the central portion of your palm. So it's a pretty large spider, uh, but it's just sitting there motionless. It's a large spider for like day to day spiders. Correct. But, but not a large spider. monstrous spider by D&D standards. Yeah. This right. is just. A so like we go with like small for Australia? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> okay, so Australian small. Got mm-hmm. it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, you see it motionless, just kind of light reflecting off of it. It's a very uh, smooth black color against mm. the the gossamer threads of the spider's web. No, it was better when I thought it was fuzzy. No. Mm-mm. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> John, I hate I hate to do this. I'm in plate mail. Yeah. In a cave. Yeah. Making a lot of goddamn noise. That's what I'm thinking. You're also a disco ball. Yeah, the lights yeah. reflecting through off you. <laughs> I am uh, Oh shit. <laughs> if anyone's calling attention to us, it's gonna be me. Yeah, I mean It's fine. I'm not going to ask you to make a stealth check. Thank you, John. Because they already know. It's already failed. <laughs> You're Auto illuminated, fail. my good friend. <laughs> You're very illuminated. <laughs> it's all fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the subtitle said, "I'm a white. Ma- I'm in a white male in a cave." <laughs> <laughs> Off the coast. There it is. We've done it. Oh my god. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I will say uh, that that is what you're able to see, Glenn. Don't I do like not it. know if you would like to interact with anything. If not, I will jump over to the larger group. Or if you intended to simply inform them of what you've seen. Did you say ew? Yeah. Oh, do I? Ew. Yeah. Ooh, guys. Spiders. Uh-huh. <laughs> it is an old cave. Sure. Mm-hmm. I hope they don't get much bigger than that. Not a fan of spiders. Not a fan of anything that may want to kill me. It's very small. Yeah. For the group that is here, uh, Vorst, I guess you would also be able to see, simply because of where Felix is uh, holding aloft the light, the uh, lit torch, you would be able to see right at the edge, uh, in the dark vision of your grayscale, you would be able to see these uh, very large, about nine to ten foot tall, horizontal shapings of rock that are very difficult to discern in terms of the distance that they are away from you currently. You would see what looks like a pair of them, uh, separated probably by about 20 to 25 feet. 
but difficult to distinguish what they actually look like at the distance you are at. Yep, take me with you. Yep, yep. same. Charging mm-hmm. forward. Moving on up. Moving on up to just trying, the copyright. Trying to get into the middle of the cave for the vampire to drop on us. <laughs> Where would you like to go? <laughs> oh, if I've learned anything from exploring the around the perimeter, she would just stand me up like in front of that. Mm-hmm. Trying to get like a full yes. view. Okay. Checking out the walls, checking out the room. Very good. Like you have your hand out, like you're just like, <sighs> why do I hear boss music? Hmm? Why do I hear boss music? <laughs> this isn't the boss music yet, Paul. He flips over to the Doom soundtrack. Hold this on. is the boss. <laughs> Oh, you want the boss music. I'll give you the boss music. <laughs> oh, Dad. It's okay. He's not actually putting on the boss music. <laughs> it's okay, uh, Dad. Yeah. We're going to uh, make it. Where you guys are now, in terms of the bright light, you are able to see. Oh, she needs a pen. I was like, are you trying to... It was her other something? one. Oh, okay. It's like very confused. Uh, yeah, you guys are able to see that as you get towards the back walls here, it changes from a natural stone wall to a wall that matches the composition of the brick flooring. Uh, it looks as though whatever was constructed here at the back edge is well maintained uh, in terms of how it was originally put together. So the ceilings, you can see that the bricks are still intact from top down. Obviously, the bricks that we've got for the walls are limited by what we own, <laughs> so they're going to but look it's broken. Full height. It of the is cavern. full height. Everywhere that we're seeing it here is correct. Full height. Full height. Still intact. Uh, it is. Uh, I mean, grayscale uh, because of the distance for what you guys are able to discern, but you're able to at least get out the the sensation that it is still the same granite style construction from what is the road uh, bricks below you. And you're able to better see these two large stonic statues. Uh, They look as though they are not constructed of granite, but a glassy black stone. Oh boy. That shimmers and reflects off the light. They look Mostly intact, however, obviously the statues aren't intended to be horizontal. With where you guys are, you can see that they're missing the lower halves. It looks as though something uh, fractured them, shattered them. Uh, You do not see any splayed pieces of this black volcanic kind of shiny-looking stone along the ground here. Do we see anywhere where they might have fallen off of? Yes, actually, that is genuinely why, again, we don't have uh, pedestals, but those rocks that are there are uh, the intended bases. You can see that they were once standing on granite cylindrical-shaped pedestals that are about 9 to 10-ish feet in width. The statues themselves, for the composition that does exist here on the ground, uh, these half-framed heights are about 8 feet tall. So proportionately... How tall do they seem like they might have stood once? Almost to the ceiling. Maybe about a foot shy. Very large. Correct, yeah. The ceiling was about 17-ish feet, 18 feet in height, uh, like a two-foot high pedestal, and then about 15 feet worth of statue height. So just genuinely effectively to the height. Are we seeing this arch at the back wall at this point? Uh, You're seeing it in grayscale. 
Uh, you would see that the grayscale wall looks as though I put a wall behind it, but you can see that it is a slat door where there is no indication. So there's not even an indent there. Correct. It's, yep. There's like the, see the, the frame, semblance right? of a frame, but mm-hmm. it's covered over. Correct. Okay. Uh, yes, you can see adjacent to it, there looks like, uh, again, you're not going to be able to see it at the distance that you are, but you can see that there is some kind of carving along the wall, uh, what would be associated with a sign. But you're not able to see what it says. Um, I'm gonna keep moving. Yeah, yeah, I'm I would move towards toward the left statue. Okay, so you're heading this way. Yep, I will keep the light closer to me, but mm-hmm. still kind of towards the center. I would step up and fill that gap where he was. You're heading that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, before I move myself uh, mm-hmm. near the weapons rack. Yes. Now, what's on it like? Yeah, while the light is still in the area, mm-hmm. what you're able to see, and I mean you're in its presence, you're able to see that it is. Uh, a pair of uh, rusted, broken battle axes that are missing the head, so all that is remaining is the shaft on each of them. Uh, for one of them, what looks like it would have been a larger double-headed axe, you can see that one of the axe heads is chipped in half. So a portion of the sharp edges of the frame remains. There is a you know, cracked portion where the opening for before the blade head uh, is chipped away. The other one, it looks as though the central portion of it is broken inwards. Um, the the shaft itself is also hewn and kind of like stripped, so you can see the, the timber framing split apart. Uh, and then you would also see one uh, small on the ground, what looks like a hammer in terms of what we've purchased previously for adventuring gear, for what is utilized in uh, smaller framing work for either hammering in a pitons or uh, spikes for tents and things like that. That hammer looks like it's intact. Uh, it's a small hammer, only about yay big. Does it look comparable in age to yes. the battle axes? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, it does. Because I'd have been worried if we just found some fresh adventure gear. <laughs> and no person. <laughs> All right, cool. So from there, I'm going to move towards the other friends. Yeah, well, kind of between, yeah, right about there. Perfect. Yeah. Cool. Uh,. Sorry, you're continuing to keep a, a good view around everything, yeah. walking underneath the beautiful spider web. Did anyone tell me about the spider? He said it I out said loud. He said, ew, he said they're spiders. Kritor is not afraid of spiders. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. yeah. Cautiously. Should she be? Yeah. <laughs> 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 I've been afraid of spiders since the incident. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can't be afraid if you're dead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I mean, you continue walking, you know, you see the, the threads of silk above you. Kind Cautious. Of... Not going to go right into the web, but... Yeah, yeah I don't think you're going to walk into the web. Mm-hmm. Totally fine. Uh, cool. So, uh, we will once more resolve in this direction. So, that is Sarah. Uh, Glenn, as you approach, you're able to see again, as I indicated now to them, but you are more proximate in the area, you're able to see the granite pedestal that is at the bottom. Uh, And at the bottom, you can see a large uh, chiseled runic symbol that you are not familiar with in terms of its language, uh, carved into the base, almost like on a placard. So the base was the same kind of granite, and then the statue itself was like a black stone. Correct. Is it the same looking stone as what Oshwam's built out of? Yes. 
Oh no. Yes, it is. How does it compare to the statues of the Watchers? Watchers are also the same construction, yes. Mm -hmm. Does that frame look big enough to put a statue fully completed through? No. No. Does this entrance look big enough to put a statue fully completed through? No. So it was finished here? Or it was here already, and it was chiseled out of something that was Mm -hmm. already there. Perceivably. You do not see in the walls or in the ceilings any stone that matches the same coloration as you see on the statue, though. Crit! Do we see any clean breaks in where it's crumbled, like, from where it's pieced together from multiple stones into one to be carved? I will ask you to make... We'll make it an investigation check because we're trying to discern whether or not we can see any uh, particles amidst this. Hello, Don. How tall were the statues of the Watchers? Like 18, 20 feet. Okay, height. never mind. 18. 18? 18. I will say that as you are standing here, because of the cascading light out from Felix's illumination that is aloft, you're able to see it almost looks as though if we were to get a a clean break, like a cut through. So uh, traditionally, instead of opening like a a wine bottle or a champagne bottle, when you uncork it, if you're able to take a sharp enough knife and you get that slice through and you get that clean, smooth break, you see along the lower waist lining of this statue that same smooth, horizontal cut. Mm-mm. It's fine. I'm sure it's totally fine. Woke up Big hot swords. <laughs> In my area? <laughs> We've got it all on this show. We've got hot goblins. we got hot, hot swords. swords. Big hot swords cutting through these rocks. <laughs> like a hot sword through butter. Uh-huh. Yes, and I will also say that is the side in which the uh, the shield arm is as well separated. You would see that same cut separation, smooth, clean through. It's almost like broken, uh, what's it called? Blackstone, uh, like broken obsidian, where it has like that glassy... Beautiful obsidian. And you said it (laughs) does not appear that there are any fragments of whatever else was previously presumably there, Mm -hmm. you wouldn't know it from looking at it outside of the shape of it being a person. You'd assume it once had legs. Correct. Absolutely. What's up? Uh, (laughs) Well, I didn't see it because it's on the other side of this wall. What's with the little man? What little man? Oh, man. Oh. You mean the... (laughs) I would be able to see him. Yeah, the, the sign. sign on he the said wall. there was a sign. There was yeah, a shape was of a sign. <laughs> oh, I didn't realize that's a sign. <laughs> What's okay. with the little man? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Who is he? Uh, yeah, no. Now that you guys are closer into the area, though, I will tell you that you can see that that signpost uh, is, in fact, um, 
A little man. <laughs> a little man. <laughs> you uh, must be this tall to ride. <laughs> no, 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 a relief statue. Mm, okay. So you're able to see. That's a what relief. a relief. <laughs> right? <laughs> you're welcome. I figured I'd give you some. Get murder! <laughs> I'm sitting here looking at this. I'm like, what is that? What is that? What is that? <laughs> uh, I honestly didn't even see it. <laughs> you can see that it is a relief statue. Uh, it is, again, the figure that is there is not indicative of what it actually is. You can see that it is uh, a small dwarven face where there is a great helm where the, uh, the stem kind of comes down and covers over the nose so you can just see the opening of what is obviously indicated for the visor. You can see this kind of long, carved out, uh, upside down triangular shaped like conic beard that kind of concludes after about an inch or so. The relief statue itself for the face doesn't look very large, uh, maybe only about two, two and a half feet. Uh, but next to it, you can see where it's carved in Dwarfish. Nope. I don't know why I even bothered to look. You said there was a runic symbol on the base of the statues too, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, what would be the shape of it? Like, what would the symbol look like? I am the worst at drawing. <laughs> I speak uh, two languages. Would you Common permit me a, a, just an investigation check Celestial in general on the statue? On the statue? Yeah. Yeah, or, sure. Absolutely. Celestial has come up a lot. Clearly. <laughs> Can I help you? I'm waiting. So am I. Okay. Uh, you can roll your investigation. <laughs> 21 with bonus. 21. Nice. Thankfully, this one is not super hard to draw. I fucked it up. <laughs> How? I'm kidding. Okay. No, it's not. <laughs> is it at least complex? No. <laughs> Are you serious? There you go. I don't like that job. Is it just... Is it... Yeah. Dude, it's, no. a, it's, a, it's a tree with hands. It's a Christmas tree. <laughs> it looks similar to one from Princess. How... Does this dwarven architecture and this relief statue mm-hmm. compare to the dwarven architecture beneath the chapel at the orphanage? Comparable in quality and the use of limestone as mortar. Great! Paul, uh, you said 21 for your investigation check? Yep. Uh, yeah, I will tell you the effectively same information that had been described to Glenn. Uh, I will also say that you are able to tell that forming or shaping of obsidian in this is very difficult because of how uh, structurally fragile obsidian is. So, talent. Oh, yes. Or magic. Or Or luck. Magical no. talent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what mm-hmm. is luck but magical talent? <laughs> I'm going to throw something at you. Uh, I'm going to look over to Yalom Law. Uh, do you speak Dwarvish? I do not remember. I do not. I believe that Felix does, though. Yes. Uh, Felix? I'm over here rubbing a statue. That's, uh, oh, okay. I'm just going to look over. We need your brain when you have a second. In the meantime, what's the circle? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you mean the circle? It's a circle that I step into. <laughs> uh, no, I would say that it looks like it is a small 
um, uh, etching in what looks like chalk on the ground. Where you can see that there is obvious <laughs> dust overlaid it, but you can see that traced. Uh, it looks as though the etching itself uh, is obviously chiseled into the stone, but it looks as though it is filled with a chalky white powder. I'm gonna just. <sighs> <laughs> You're gonna what now? Why do you do these things? Why do you do That's these things? That's a big circle. Why like, do you're you gonna do be these doing this for a while. It's not dust. It's a white substance, and you're gonna blow it out. Well, he said it's covered in dust, so I'm gonna clear the air. It's filled with dust, and then it has dust over it's top runes. of it. It's runes. There's dust over top of it DJ, too, right? DJ. It's filled with just, DJ. Well, just the dust have mixed. If I put I want to see a pile of dust out. on a table, <laughs> and then I put some dust on top of it, the way you're gonna get to the bottom dust is by blowing. <laughs> On all of the dust. Well, that's what you're telling me right now. If it's in the etching, it's not going to so easily blow away as the I dust on It's not like it to be in the have you ever, Have you ever, like, blown on dust in a downward motion and had it, like, I don't know, reverberate into your face? <laughs> yeah. Okay, great. All right. Okay. Well, then you're prepared for what's about to happen. <laughs> I'm going to ask you to make a blow check, please. <laughs> please. Any modifier? An ability. Uh, dexterity. Performance? No. <laughs> I'm not giving him his charisma bonus. Oh, come on. This is a non dex character that I'm asking to do a dexterous thing. So it's a dexterity ability check. Ten. Ten. Yeah. I mean, I will say that you just kind of. I Perfectly guess. adequate. Slightly. <laughs> <laughs> An acceptable blow. <laughs> you kind of like, I guess, see it and just like the overwhelming <laughs> sensation to be like, that looks dirty, <sighs> overcomes you. So you lean down and give it a swift blow. <laughs> like your heart wasn't welcome. in it. <laughs> and uh, you can see that amidst the, the circular shape here as you blow over the dust, uh, it does part. It parts, and you can see that the what looks like the white powder uh, down below it is what is actually the imagery of a different shade of rock. Mm. So it only looks powdery on the exterior. So if you were to look at like uh, you know if, when you go to like the the beach or anything like that, and you get the like powdery white kind of uh, mm. gritty stones, mm. you would see mm-hmm. that that is what is actually here at this circle. Um, as you blow on the dust, uh, you're able to see that extending out from the perimeter of this, what look like thin, straight lines, also etched into the stone, coming out from the circle, what we would classify typically as a drawing of the sun. Like, hmm. when you're a child, you draw a circle and you just have, yeah, dude, just get the fucking lines out <laughs> here. Uh, there is no, um, there is, now that the dust has been uh, evacuated of the area, you see the same sensation of like the white, different kind of structured rock below. Okay. Mm-hmm. Did anybody I, else ask me a question? Sorry, yes. Uh, as, as I was uh, touching the stone, is it covered in dust, dirt, sediment, anything, or is it kind of clean? Clean. Okay. And I'm feeling eerily, it. eerily clean and smooth. You're going to touch it? Yeah. Yeah. You touch it, and you get this kind of, like, chilling sensation. Huh. Old, Just it's cold? Or... Cold stone. Very smooth, though. Like running your hands over glass. A little bit squeaky. 
DJ Felix. <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, he takes his glove off and just. That hurt me, and that wasn't Why? even. <laughs> I'm gonna cast. Nope, I'm gonna stop. Mm. Uh, <laughs> he did it! <laughs> gonna stand in the center of the circle. Right? Nesgrim, no. step here. <laughs> Uh, fuck around and find out. I'm gonna look at it and look at like look at the circle in the center. And mm-hmm. The line's kind of going out. Um, that looks kind of similar to a star. What is this? The sun. I'm gonna look at it closely. Mm-hmm. Does it remind me of anything other than what you described to him? Mm-hmm. It's a radial design. Looks akin to a very basic sun. Yeah. Effectively, yes. Yeah. Very simple. If I like get down and. Does it have more detail than, or is it just very straightforward? Very straightforward and simple. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I wonder what would happen if I cast light on the center of it. I would not do that until we read the sign. Into his mind, no. <laughs> Without looking up. <laughs> not even looking up, still touching stone. Mm-hmm. No. Do you remember what happened the last time you cast light in a hole? Yeah. Do not do that again, please. Especially not on... Uh, not until we're ready. Well, that is a, a way of putting it. We should certainly examine that door frame and whatever is on that sign. Yes. Though I imagine we will need Felix to read it. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. <laughs> Fine, you, dude. Fine. Need your, your large brain? I'm gonna, yeah, run I'm gonna across to the other. Walk over to it one. as I'm looking. As I'm walking over, I'm gonna kind of look down at whatever he just did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no, you see a very simple design etched into the floor. That statue. Okay. Mm-hmm. Set that on back. Same, same symbol. Same symbol on both sides. On both Sick. sides. Yes. I'm gonna continue to creep. Creep. And you said that that symbol was on the bottom where the cut is, right? The symbol that I gave to Glenn? Yes. Uh, no, it is on the pedestal. It is on the pedestal. It is carved into the granite okay. of the pedestal, not on face the pedestal. Face of the pedestal or the base of the pedestal? Base of the pedestal, so we'll be looking on the at the f- front facing. On the front face. Mm-hmm. Mm. The, um... Like you would have seen it approaching it. Correct. I know I'm not over there, but I'm going to forget by the time mm-hmm. I am. The thing carved into, like, in the ground, is it sunken in or is it flush with the rest of the stone on the floor? The circle. Oh, sunken in. Forget sunken that. Sunken in. Yep. Mm-hmm. Sunken in, but even with the infill in it, it sits below the rest of the circle. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna bring the writing. I'm gonna bring my light a little bit closer. <laughs> oh boy! Oh, there you go. Dead Paul, read that out loud. Not Felix. Yep. Paul. Yeah. So, John, we're gonna read it together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let me uh, right, go back and open that document. It's the same thing. Day dot com. Day dot. Day dot com. Oh, you just want me to actually read it? Oh yeah. Karu Garak Az Armkith. Mm-hmm. I'm not reading this out loud. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not reading this out loud. Nal Barakor Barakrin Il Ferfarthen Beu Eun As As 
Hedaras, Rock, Farthen, Dir, Estver, Az, Knurl, Il, Fatum. Correct. You That's would how you read foreign languages. You and Dwarven it's... would know, messenger of the White City, hail those who shield the passage to Frostfather, kneel and let the blood of our father call the stone to listen. Would you translate that out loud? Yes. Frostfather. Is that Belfarthen? Can you hit me with that one more time? Messenger of the White City, hail those who shield the passage to Frostfather. Kneel and let the blood of our father call the stone to listen. Someone got that right. The doorway's not open, right? Mm mm. I don't think it's light that needs to go in that circle. I think it's blood. Felix. The other symbol on the floor. Does it hold any meaning in your recollection? No. I mean, I can do a history roll, but it's very basic. For what? The symbol? The symbol, yeah. (laughs) You literally speak Dwarven. Mm -hmm. We're in Dwarven ruins. It might mean something to you that it doesn't mean to the rest of us. Yeah. I mean, I looked at it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. He said it just... It's an incredibly simple description. Yeah. I mean, I would say that for you, even with knowing Dwarvish, it's most associated with just a rudimentary depiction of the sun. Yep. Uh, what about the this symbol that we found at the base of the pedestal? <clears throat> uh, that, I'm going to ask you to make a history check on. All right. 19. Nice. Hang on a second. This is what is the translation. Uh, 19? Yep. I will tell you that is a symbol that you associate with material components utilized in spells, and that that particular material is sulfur. Hello, DJ. (laughs) You got a 19? Yes. I'd also tell you that you, through... Uh, tangential education from your father would know that as a form of studying magic the properties and principles of it there is alchemy and its intention Great. to better design magic sorry you're going to have to hit me with that again I kind of lost uh, mm-hmm. you said has to do with alchemy mm-hmm so with this with this symbol, it's saying that there's uh, not just sulfur, but also something else associated with it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Huh. Just gonna turn and go back to the base of the statue next to Vorst. Mm-hmm. What do you make of this? Symbol for for sulfur. 
with a little extra. Perhaps has to do with al alchemy. Um, what is alchemy? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm going to say, you're the only person who remotely knows what the fuck that is. Uh, chemistry and magic? What is chemistry? chemistry. <laughs> Can it make us some dwarf blood? Eh? Maybe? <laughs> what does the symbol on the statue mean? Or on the pedestal? Sulfur. Okay. Does anyone have some sulfur? Oh yes, let me just pull it out of my bag. <laughs> oh, my eyes! <laughs> you never know. No, Nesgrim, I don't have any sulfur. I might have an egg in my pack. Forrest, do you know what sulfur smells like, right? You've smelt sulfur before? Like the swamp? Egg. Hmm? Yeah. You just smell any of that in here? <laughs> Pair of eights, damn. I was doing so good. Um, it's gonna be a ten. No, you do not get the smell of sulfur in here. Killing me, Glenn. Your translation of this inscription, it seems that that lines up with Edelstan's description of this entrance. Yes. It seems to be some sort of trade gate. Uh, I guess. Do we know who the messengers from this white city would have been? And how they might have related? Do, do, do we even know what the white city is? In that passage, mm -hmm. what, which, what did Esther translate to because I remember hearing that like call yeah. mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, you said the uh, the etching on the floor it's divoted mm -hmm. uh, <clears throat> well if start scooching all that dust back into the uh, mm -hmm. to fill the holes again sure if Felfarthen here means frost father and this is Felfarthen through that door uh, the blood of our father fell farther than would be ore or gems, I assume. That is what was taken out of here. What does the dust feel like as I'm moving it? Is it grittier or is it super fine? It's pretty fine. Does it smell like anything in particular or no? Well, it smells like stone and dirt. Whatever bars this passage, it seems it should acknowledge both physical action and the presenting of some sort of component, mm -hmm. I imagine, in that circle. Mm -hmm. Yes. If it's of any help, there may be components in the barrels. That would be helpful, yes. It couldn't hurt to look into dust, it. dust, I don't know. But spider. Spider. Killed hags. Fuck a spider. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> I don't like that shit. Maybe it's a friend. Mm -hmm. 
Excuse me, Mr. Spider. Run! Run! Doomsayer Spider? Perhaps we should fan out and search the room for any trace of what may have come out of this. I've checked the mountain. side. There's a spider. Mm-hmm. Vorce said there was mm-hmm. something in those barrels. Or what remains of barrels. Mm-hmm. I also think that we might need to cover this uh, sun if these dwarves spent most of their time underground the sun would probably be something that they either do not wish to see or saw less commonly so perhaps we have to kneel and fill that indent with something it's possible Felix what do you know of sulfur volatile Mm mm-hmm Reacts, city. reacts with flame, correct? Oh, it's all fun. <laughs> it, yes, it, it can be used to ignite. Mm-hmm. It's an accelerant. I wonder if we if light up the sun. If we need to ignite sulfur on that circle. Well, let's try to find some sulfur. I don't think it's going to just be lying around. You never know. smell any. Mm-hmm. Regardless, let's... Or perhaps something else that's extremely flammable? You said your symbol for sulfur was... Modified? Yes. When I know which portions of the modification is at the... For the symbol for sulfur? Yes. It's not necessarily that the symbol itself is distinctly modified. It's more that you know that alchemy is used to modify things. Okay, and that, okay, that's what you meant. And that alchemy is used as uh, reactions or catalysts for events to occur. Can I climb on top of this pedestal? The one where the broken statue was? Yeah. Can you? Absolutely. Would I stop you? Not remotely. <laughs> I'm going to assess it and then... Sure. Climb up? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You take a, uh, well, it's only about two, two and a half feet high for the height of the pedestal. How are you climbing? It's only two and a half feet high? Mm-hmm. You can just step up. It's a real big step, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> we can make it happen. I mean, I don't know, maybe, like, scooch myself onto it. Mm-hmm. You need to touch the statue with your hands, Sarah. Yeah, I'm wearing gloves. I'm, I'm going to use my hands for everything I do, John. And I'm going to use my right hand, because every time you ask, this is the first thing I do. I know. <laughs> yeah, you place your gloved hands onto the pedestal, and you feel just this... <laughs> you feel the smoothness of the stone, you know, obviously not on your fingertips, but, like, as you, you know, press your hand against it, the entire pedestal mm-hmm. itself is smooth. You can feel that there is a slight bit of an indentation from where the the weight of the statue itself was for what were obviously footprints. You ascend and Mm -hmm. stand amidst your friends here, elevated on this pedestal. Um, Ritora, what are you doing? Hmm? Getting a view of the room. 
Nothing you... happens, no change. Get down from there. Okay. <laughs> so you gotta break your neck sure. get down. <laughs> Is there anywhere higher for me to climb onto? Jeez. These are just, they're just rock, there's... I would say that the, uh, you know, heights of some portions of the statue would definitely be higher than the pedestal. Like, I'm, in, I'm examining everything mm-hmm. around here. Mm-hmm. Climbing on top of things. Do you want to climb on top of the statue? I'll climb on top of the statue. Okay. It's a statue. Sure if it comes it to is. life, I don't think that's on me. It's definitely a statue. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll say that you take a, you know, hand and find a good uh, gripping point along, we'll go with like the elbow or something of the statue, something that would obviously have some curvature where you get your fingers around and get your fingers on it. Tightly grip with your gloves and pull yourself up and over and onto it. And at first, you know, it's a little bit awkward. You're kind of like splayed out, but would you stand yeah. if you found like a, a flat kind of nimble surface? Yeah, I'll say that you find along the, the upper portion of like the breastplate towards like the clavicles. You're able to find a good mm-hmm. footing and stand. Is there, are they sideways or are they on their backs? They're on their backs. Mm-hmm. You're standing here on this very smooth statue. I'm tall now. Um, mm-hmm. So. If it's typically used in, like, alchemy equations or anything mathematical or anything that has to do with that process, mm-hmm. I would assume that it was, would be odd that it would be on the base of a statue. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I would say that for you, it's obviously not indicative of it being an equation here. More a code of some sort, possibly, or an indication of something. Okay. Well, I'm going to go walk the right side of the uh, room because I don't think we've done that yet. Uh, the side by Lawrence and yeah. no. Start to give that a good scour. I'm going to yeah. check the weapon rack first. I'm mm-hmm. moving over to the barrels over there. Sure. Yeah. Uh, you guys can both roll investigation checks. Sorry, Yagum. I misspoke. Not modified, but it's odd that it would be here on the base. 19. 19? You're doing the weapon rack? Yep. Yeah, you find comparable to what Boris found, where you find broken pieces of uh, weaponry. You don't really see any armor, you don't really see any smithing tools or anything like that, or mining equipment. Uh, you find, you know, a pair of broken battle axes with the heads mostly uh, dilapidated off, uh, and a small hammer. <coughs> Bless. What a dust. Not like you. There's just, totally there's just statues here. Uh, yeah, that is it for the weapon rack, though. Uh, covered in dust and cobwebs, and the wood itself for what is the spokes on the exterior are pretty rotten and broken. Uh, you got a... 18. For the barrels? Yes. Uh, yeah, I will say that, again, you find pretty comparable to what Vorst found on the opposite side, where you find the splayed open, breaked, uh, broken pieces of a, a barrel, where you find the metallic banding kind of stretched around as it has been split open. Uh, you can see that with that, I'll say that you see what would have been obviously the head of the, the barrel kind of split inwards with uh, some sort of blunt or possibly sharp uh, object to indent in on the barrel and splay it out sideways. Uh, and again, on the ground, you find uh, large piles of granite and rubble. And amidst them, you can see small pieces of what look like uh, little speckles of some kind of glimmering stone beneath it poking out through the dirt and soil. Um, so, being a man that deals with fire frequently, uh-huh. would I know 
from the white indentation in the sun. Mm-hmm. If stuff like that happens to some types of stone, if you light fires over and over again on them. I'm going to say that 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 is not something that you would realistically know, because when you've been outside in the wild, you've not been lighting your fires over stones. Yeah, it's been on my brazier. Yes. Uh, I would as well say, like, even in the instances where you have been gathering, you know, like, stones to use in the construction of a campfire for the exterior, it's hard to tell. Sure. uh, Especially because, like... You're doing it and then leaving. Sure. Yeah, You're I not, wasn't like, sure. staying at the campfire and observing the stones, like, at a later time. Sure. I you would wasn't... see more, like, the black scorched marks around the edges. Okay. I wasn't sure if I would have seen that, like, in my hometown since we did our ritual in the same location multiple hmm. times. Granted, it has been a number of years, but I don't know if that phenomenon might look familiar to you can me. give me a history check and i'll give you some kind of correlations okay. nope four four yeah <laughs> i mean i'll say that again same thing where your concentration on those things were more about the education for what sure. you're attempting to do and not on the stems themselves okay i'm gonna walk over to the circle and uh look at yalomlo and felix is there a reason that we're not stepping on this that's circle. a gesture. <laughs> He's requesting a kneeling. And also some sort of... If there was a place to kneel, I would assume that this would probably be it. Yes. What do you think this blood is? If it's blood of the Frost Father, I think it could be... It does not war. necessarily say that. Could it be snow? Water? I think the question here is who was the father of whoever made this place? I think the question is where are these messengers from? We know that dwarves lived here. The father that they reference is our while speaking to another. Perhaps a shared father. But there is no location by this name on the map that shows this place perhaps a dwarven word for someone else's city I could try to cast light in the center of the circle no (laughs) we know that these Dwarves worked with some amount of silver bark. And silver bark came from the north. And the people that lived there bear some relation to Ratora. The giant also told us of the silver that they were mining here. Is just silver like sulfur? No. What if it is just blood? (sighs) There's only one way to find out. I suppose so. Is there anything in Dwarven society that they consider blood from stone? You may roll a history check on that. 
Nat 20. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I I will tell you that uh, actually Don was very onto it in terms of uh, identifying themselves as one of the mountains of one of stone, uh, indicating that it would be indicative of something associated with a stone. Uh, I'm a dwarf IRL. Correct. Just, uh, <laughs> uh, and I will say that if it is something associated with a frost father, perhaps something very cold that is in our possession that is, in fact, a stone. Yeah, that was exactly my thought. Hmm? What? Fro- the frost gems that we got. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that immediately. <laughs> those are the ones that we got at the bottom of the lake? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. But we need those. Ice diamonds. We also yeah. need to get in there. <laughs> they seem pretty plentiful in a lake. Also, but uh, what, what about blood from stone part? I know it's probably not relevant, but... Oh, blood from stone? Yes. Uh, I mean, in terms of, like, again, association with dwarven cultural identities, it would be mostly about, uh, as previously indicated, that, like, they identify themselves as children of rock and of stone. Okay. And, and that the veins, veins of a mountain are, in fact, their veins okay. themselves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I like dwarf stuff. <laughs> Just... <laughs> Rock stuff. Just this what it is. Hey, rocks. Yeah, I like rocks and Do you have a thought on what we might offer? Just dwarfs. Mm-hmm. Dwarf is in your blood. It just is. Because mm-hmm. you are. Mm-hmm. You are a dwarf. I don't suppose it's, it's something we happen to have on us. That's not good, Don. You should see a doctor. <laughs> yes. Shall we? Retora. What? Do you have... Uh... The diamonds? I don't think so. He's a wild assassin. Oh, fuck it. Remember, someone... that's on you guys. <laughs> I have my one. Think... It's one of you two. I think yes. you I think you have it because you're carrying all the shit. I have one. He kept one. One of the two of you had it. Yeah. I probably I think have it. Was I, you. It's probably me. It's you? I've just been keeping the seeds. That's yeah, me. I'll walk over with it. Rock seed. Just shave a little of that shave into it. the sun. Yeah. It's a diamond. Mm-hmm. You can't just yeah, no, shave I know, a diamond. I know, I know, I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a small kind of, you know, oddly imperfect shaped diamond. How were we supposed to keep that? A beautiful blue hint to it. I'm straight kneeling on the sun. Sure. Somebody want to hand over this blood? No. Oh. You just hand it to me. Hmm? I'm just gonna set it in the middle of this mm-hmm. sun. Yeah, you kneel down inside of this uh, small sun-like surface and place this beautiful blue diamond in front of you. As you do, you can see that uh, around you guys is the light from your torches flicker and dance. Uh, you see that the diamond itself, as it kind of rests, like for a brief moment inside of this circle, kind of like shakes almost as though the ground beneath you vibrates ever so slightly, and the diamond itself begins to crack open. And this white substance powdery, like pervasive influence kind of strides through the cracks as the ground breaks, shakes it, filling into the etchings around in the sun around you. As this happens, you see the slight door begin to elevate and ascend.
Ooh. Weirda. <laughs> oh, good boy. <laughs> <laughs> you just see him, like, running through the dark. So, <laughs> so as it breaks, mm-hmm. right, um, and breaks down, obviously, into the dust that we see there, mm-hmm. um, does the, I'm assuming the color changes, right, of the stone? Of the stone itself? Yes. Uh, it's mostly a clear, uh, but yes, the powder itself looks as though it mixes with the dirt around and becomes like more of a kind of white substance Okay. as it fills into the etchings around. Mm-hmm. I do not know how long we have to get through this door. But the fewer diamonds we have to sacrifice, the better. I agree. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. We're all making our way to that door. Send me oh, through. No, no, we're all dead. <laughs> Take me with you. Bring my torch with me. So we've lost a diamond. Yep. Correct. But I mean, there might, you know, we, we can kind of score so We definitely asked somebody to collect more for us. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's more about the diamonds we found. We can go back to the lake. I can turn into a fish. <laughs> as we're walking lake through, I'm going to look at the statues mm-hmm. as we're walking through and see if there's any change in them at all. Their eyes follow you. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what I'm looking for. There's like a... Make a perception check, then. Glowing peepers. Did you see the statues? Mm-hmm. Their uh, hands just go like That this. is a 14. <laughs> a 14? Yes. Uh, I mean, yeah, as you pass by the statues, I'll say that it doesn't look like there's any change in the statues or in the pedestal. It doesn't look like anything around you is remotely different. I was Stays. on top of one. Stationary. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Even with the vibration, the vibration was concentrated in the area of the uh, runic symbol okay. of the sun. No difference in these statues. We hurry through the path. As yeah. I step onto the threshold, I'm going to turn to Felix and mm-hmm. say into his mind, mm-hmm. I think perhaps in here we should wait for more light. Get a feel for what lies beyond first. I can't get a feel of anything. If I can't see. Well, grab my shoulder. We'll put the light back out when we're certain there's nothing waiting. Yeah, I'm gonna grab, uh, trying to think of what you look like and what you're wearing. Um, you have a belt on around your coat. Oh my god. (laughs) You killed the party! (laughs) Don't put walls on top of (laughs) me. Yeah, if you have, like, I'll grab, like, the back of your cloak if your hood is down. I'll grab your hood, and then mm-hmm. I'll use my second hand to grab, like, your belt or anything mm-hmm. like that. I'll just bring the torch down, <laughs> and I'll, I'll mm-hmm. speak into your mind. T- turn it off. What? Turn it off. Can you the spell? I'm sure I can, you right? Can. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. How uh, maybe, 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 you can dismiss it. Yeah, you can dismiss it. Oh, yeah, spell ends if you cast it or dismiss it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That would have been so much. Turn out the light. I don't know how. Put it on that pillar. Oh, fuck. I'll put mine out as well. Yeah. Very good. So, I mean, you guys hurry through this very narrow opening uh, and find yourselves standing. Um, well, if we're turning the lights off. Oh, no. 
you find yourself standing in what feels uh, yeah, like a quite eerie crossroads of sorts. Good. I'm counting squares, sorry. Yeah. The room itself, as you stand right at this threshold, having just taken the five feet in from this opening, is about, uh, it's rectangular, so it's about 40 by 60. So you are able to see just at the opposite end of the walls outside for what is the opposite end. And I say that it feels like a crossroad because it is. You can see that this is got a hallway to the right, a hallway to the left, and a hallway on the opposite side of you. The stone floor in here is definitively cracked and broken in many areas. You can see that the stones themselves uh, have the same kind of, like, if you go through any of the old cobblestone streets for us, like in Philly, um, where they are elevated and, yeah, like, really uncomfortably elevated, you can see that there are some of them that are divots. Uh, and based on the elevation for what you're looking at from a distance, you can see large patches of strange shapes uh, where it looks as though obviously something incredibly heavy or dense traversed through. You can see the impact points of what look like large circular shapes but with oblong ends where they're not perfectly formed. So you can see a concentrated strike point in a center but it looks almost like a, an etching of a blob where it is broken out and the stone indents deeply and the bricks are kind of upturned at angles. Uh, you can see a pair uh, of broken statues, not remotely like the statues that are out here that are forged at Obsidian. You can see two statues inside. Uh, one looks like it is a man, a human man, uh, standing uh, covered with uh, a bassinet-like kind of salad helm where you can see the full extent of his face. You can see that his face is kind of chipped away in the area in which the, the eye and upper portion of the face is broken and kind of like slid off. So you can see the rough groove of stone beneath it. Uh, its pedestal is cracked in half at the base. So it is just a flat, maybe only like four or five inch lip worth of a pedestal right to your left, maybe about five to 10 feet inward. It is cracked in half, uh, right down the center, and you can see that it splits once more on one side, forming three kind of equal pieces, almost triangular shaped. Uh, you can see that the portions of the man's torso are broken in the center, again, from what looks like blunt force uh, being dramatically applied. Uh, you can see pieces of the framework and the surrounding granite that are surrounding the statue at the chest looking as though where it was struck, it broke and splayed outwards, shattering the statue itself. Uh, there are piles of rock that look as though they have fallen from the ceiling. So you can see areas in which the ceiling ascends upwards, not fully into like a shaft construction because you're not able to see the entirety of it, but about 20 feet ahead of you, you can see that there is a pile of rocks, maybe four to five boulders, comprising an awkward shape, maybe about three by five feet. Uh, beneath the rocks, you can see the flayed out extending arm of a bone, like a skeletal structure. Adjacent to it, you can see that there is a small leather pouch that is stripped open, like somebody took a knife from bottom to height. 
you can see the fettered kind of pieces of the twine broken and splayed out, the contents completely missing. Um, to the opposite corner, uh, you can see another pile of rubble. You can see what looks like the discarded remains of a backpack, uh, a broken pickaxe, uh, a frayed spindle of rope, just kind of torn and ripped asunder, the pieces of it kind of splayed out. You can see the indentations of what looked like an area in which a pillar descended from a corner and is now angled triangularly where it has hit the wall behind it and the elevation still kind of clings to life against the edges of the wall. And beneath that you can see a pair of storage crates that are also crushed, broken, now dark, stained, rotting wood. Gives you that terrific, <laughs> terrific again, odor of just rot and decay and dank, stale air. And you can see, all throughout this area, a litany of gossamer threads around the ceilings, the heights of walls, covering the pillars. And you are standing here in this room. I would carefully step in far enough to let everybody else through the door. Mm-hmm. And otherwise just listen. Mm-hmm. Everyone takes a few more steps inside, so we're all carefully in here, clear of the passageway from which we once entered. Mm-hmm. And you want to listen? I'm going to make a perception check. Uh, Fifteen. Fifteen? You hear, in the distance, as the passageway behind you close and you feel that rush of air behind you, you get that high whistling wailing echo of the rush of air as it has been cut off the little bit of a draft that has come through that cave spread out into this room around you you guys all are in the area you're able to see the kind of shaking flickering glimmer of the gossamer threads as the wind just dissipates going in separate ways throughout the room going to each of the exits on each of the walls Welcome to my caves. <laughs> it's gonna be fun in here. Because <laughs> the door is closed. Uh, how does it close? You just hear a kind of from top down, just kind of slide all does the way down. Does it get down. dark? Oh yes, it does. Very dark. Like none of us can see. You guys have your dark vision. Uh, I will say that it is completely absent of total light and that there will be some minor difficulties, your dark vision will still extend out to a decent stretch. I'll give you the full 60 feet still of what you do have. But things will be very hard to see down here. Does there appear to be another circle on the floor on the opposite side of the store? Uh, no. No, there does not. Good! <laughs> this is the same reaction as Doc. <laughs> What's it mean? The Death King. Great! <laughs> We're on the inside of the house. But there's we had to have the key to the lock to get in. Now we need the key to the lock to get out. Oh, you Why just would they the door? lock themselves in? They probably just turn around and like... Just... I don't know. Does anybody want to use their peepers to look towards the door? Mm-hmm. The door oh, anybody that can see. I, I want to know how quiet it is. <laughs> Once we Next to the are in and stop. Not that lever. <laughs> uh, you had a 15, right, on your perception mm -hmm. check? Uh, yeah, I will say that outside of just the thin kind of faint echoing that you get from the wind, 
Uh, I will say that as the things become quite still and nobody is talking, you hear just in the distance the faintest hint of a droplet of water cracking against a surface that every, you know, 30 seconds to a minute. Shall we put the lights back on? Yes. We can. Sure. Anything that lives in this sort of darkness. Floating towards you. Will mm-hmm. probably not be amenable to light. No. Yes. The same way that we are not amenable to this. Correct. Sure. Well, I'll just float it back because I don't know where you are. <laughs> just hit him with it. <laughs> <laughs> grab the torch and cast light on it. Place your hand over the height of the torch. Correct. So you cast light on it, you watch as the illumination kind of breaks out once more, and you have the 20 feet of bright, <laughs> 20 feet of dim. And for this ever-brief moment, you see the entirety of the walls and the heights of the ceiling here. You see that the ceiling itself is once more comprised of, again, well-weathered, eroded bricks, the same as the composition for the outside. However, the flooring in here looks as though it is a clean, checkered marble. Beautifully decorated. I turn around and look at the door. Uh-huh. Does there appear to be any sort of lever or anything that operates the door from this side? Mm-hmm. Yeah, right to the right. Uh, as you turn around and face, right to the right, you can see that there is, behind the statue that is broken here on the ground, you can see the broken fragment of what was once a lever cracked out. You see just the small little piece of uh, splintered timber that remains inside of this obvious groove. Well, at least there is something. Yes. Uh, A problem for when we go to leave. Sure, unless of course we find another exit. Up. Sure. I think that we will be expected by our new friend. Yes, I think so. this entrance. I saw bones. You want. mean those bones? Yes. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. they, what sort of bones do they look like? I'm uh, not the bone man, but... Uh, in terms bone of man? what you guys are bone able man. to see from what is beneath the crushed rocks here, uh, just the arm, uh, it looks like you're seeing just the elbow up to the hand. Uh, it looks short. Dwarf short? Yeah. Dwarf short. Uh-huh. Dwarf. Do we want to try to find out what happened here? I think it's fairly oh, obvious that he was crushed. You do. That was a cantrip. Cast cantrip. I know. We're in a magically weird place. You're okay. As you do cast light. I have to do it too. What sort of magically weird would you like me to be at? Mm. What is the one down? Unstable? Mm-hmm. Unstable, indeed. And oh, your burnout die starts at a 10, not a 12? 
Uh, no, it starts at a 12. It bumped me to a 10 when I hit unstable. Yeah, yeah that's what it does. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's how you had it. it was okay. It, it then, yeah, starts it's correct. It's just been a while. Oh, so I gotta shit. roll a d10? Uh-huh. Oh, no. I have to do the same, I assume. I also cast light. When we were in here? Yeah. Then, oh, yes. Go figure. Five again. Yeah, very good. It was meant to be. <laughs> I'm good. Nine. Very good. Yeah. The two individuals, though, as you do cast light, I will tell you that there is this strange, pervasive kind of chill sensation that lingers inside of your chest. And when you breathe out as you speak the words for the verbal components, you feel this kind of gasp escape you, and this chill air kind of puffs out from inside. Anyone else cold? Mm-hmm. You mean beyond normal? Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. I'm the wrong person to ask. <laughs> Fair. I assume you're always cold. Quite the opposite. You're always warm? Not exactly. Never cold. Mm-hmm. More like that. <laughs> yeah, they look like the bones of a, a dwarven individual based on size and stature. Uh... I will tell you now as well that there is more light lit in this area. You can see that near him, uh, amidst the areas of the cracked pieces of rock that are crushing this skeletal figure, you can see these shards of what look like bottles around him. Uh, A light kind of well-designed and illuminated, or not illuminated, I guess we'll say transparent, but like... Still, uh, when, when you painted the mini, when you do the, the translucent paints and it's got like the hint of a mm-hmm. coloration in yeah, it, yeah. like a light aquamarine style blue, you see one bottle that is that color and then you see another bottle that has a strange kind of green tinge to it inside the glass itself. Both bottles, though, shattered, cracked, adjacent to this body. You can see that there are what look like long, old stains of a liquid that Build out from them when they were shattered. Whatever happened inside of this city is far different from what was in that cave. Yes. It seems that it was contained to a degree, or that perhaps something different has happened in here since. Is there a uh, skull, or is it, like, crushed under the rocks? Crushed under the rocks. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all that is spro- uh, yeah. splayed out is the arm okay. and the hand. Uh, sh- should we try to open the door? If it will open, it will open. And if it will not, it will not. I'll walk over to the lever. Mm-hmm. A little, just... Yeah, you give it a good push down. Good pump. No movement. Like as if it's stuck, or? Mm, I would say that you're capable of kind of peering in, and you can see the mechanism that is inside, like the spoke and the wheel, are indeed cracked in half and broken. Great. Trapped, then. Well, that Not means... necessarily. Not trapped, and just leaves one way forward. How thick was the door? 
uh, of stone. I mean, stone thick, like <laughs> three thick. to six inches. Three C. Oh, it's actually not as thick as I thought. No, still pretty thick. <laughs> I could break through that. <laughs> a problem uh, for later. We got a pickaxe. We find a bomb. I turn into like a moose. <laughs> And then we'll put pickaxes on your head so you can slam into the wall. For now, we should concern ourselves with finding things. Finding what we came for and keeping our bearings. Felix, if you wouldn't mind at least attempting to keep some form of map. And I'll take out my book mm-hmm. and just the bottom just make a little x and i'm going to keep the torch right above your head right this is the end of the torch that's actually lit right here very good so i have a nice nice light for my for my book. Reading a little yeah a little reading light <laughs> yeah puts a worm light over <laughs> it's a game, it's a game boy color worm light oh i love it um, god i miss those y'all in low uh you had extra pouches yes a couple yes uh with your gloves <laughs> like you uh Grab a few fragments of that glass and put it in a pouch in case Christian can identify what it is or someone else. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll yeah. retrieve some of it. Nail down and kind of scoop it up and gather a little bit of it and take a couple of shards of each of the uh, larger fragments of each color of glass and you put it in a pouch. If I look at the floor in this room, is there any obvious grooves from where carts were pushed through? Like uh, worn yes. down from. Yeah. Time. I will say that uh, in the area in which you guys are, you can see that from uh, stemming towards where you were, uh, where you guys came in from, the carts would all kind of be gathered in a central area, and the grooves would be the deepest in the outward path. Uh, however, you do see slight minor indentations stretching towards the room to the right. Not the room opposite or to the left. So I'm sorry, I'm trying to get a feel for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's a room directly to the left and then directly to the right and then a path forward. Yep. And this is a narrower hallway, correct? Uh, we are in a wide rectangular shaped room where wide it is 40 by 60. Okay. At the median point of each opposite walls, there is a hallway that extends out. Okay. And at the opposite end of us from where we entered, there is also a hallway that stretches out. Got it. Does the hallway extend all the way to the ceiling? Is it like a big arch or is it just small? It's a big arch. Okay. Okay. Cool. Seems like a thoroughfare mm-hmm. of some yeah. sort. Yep. Correct. Traffic. Yeah. I will also say gate. that like uh, in the areas where you can see the storage crates and barrels, you can see that there is... It's going to look gross, but you can see what looks like uh, piles of barley and wheat. Hmm. Like hops and other grains that have been broken open, and it's obviously disgustingly rotted at this point and wilted away and covered in mold. But like, you can see that even in the areas around here, there were other trade goods I'm that were eat, coming in or coming out. I'm going to eat some of that and start a witch <laughs> trial. Oh. <laughs> Let's make this adventure a lot more fun, right? <laughs> I do not know the shape of this city but we entered at the base of the mountains laterally speaking I don't imagine we'll end up deeper into the heart of the city Yes. to the left or to the right 
The, uh, the tracks on the floor there show heavier traffic going to the right. So Perhaps. more more loaded carts were moved through there. Perhaps some sort of storeroom. Perhaps. We it's, should take the a carts look, were loaded. I think. Probably with any sort of stone it would have weighed them down enough to wear it over time. Stone we may need or gems or or we should take a look at the very least. It can't hurt. So look. Well I said what I said. <laughs> <laughs> that was to the right. Correct. Mm-hmm. Turn toward the right. Mm-hmm. Make sure that you mind the uh, the webs. Yes. Small spiders may be gross, but bigger spiders are even gross. more gross. Yeah. <laughs> wait, well, uh, so wait how big is the webbing? Oh, the webbing that's around the room? Yes. Covers the entirety of the heights of the walls and the corners. Like, mm-hmm. whole wall, thick webbing. Mm-hmm. If you touch it, is it, like, sticky? Are you going to go touch it? With your right hand? I'm definitely going to touch it. Just going to get a grip on it. No, I just want, like, Glove hand? No, no, no. Bare hand. My wet bare hand. You kind of rub it between your fingers. It feels very smooth. And they're like, "Got it." (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, kind of wild how people do that, isn't it? (laughs) Want to see if it's fresh or if it'll just break? All right. Is it a threat? I mean, it stays in between your fingers. It definitely has some tensile strength and some resistance. So you just kind of like roll your fingers and then give it a flick, and it just boings. Uh, I'll just kind of make a sigh. Mm-hmm. What's up, Sam? Uh, I'm gonna palm the gem, and I'm gonna summon the blade, mm-hmm. with which to clear webs should it become necessary. Sure. What are you doing, Sam? Did he do that first? I would say you guys are doing it concurrently. The thing that you indicated to me that you wanted to do, you said you wanted. To I'm go. not swiping any webs out of the way. Mm-hmm. I'm just preparing myself to do so if something is mm. in my way. Yeah, I would say these three actions are occurring yeah. simultaneously. He is summoning the blade, Paul is touching some stuff, and you said you wanted to touch some stuff. What um, do you want to touch? Stuff I touch. want to... <laughs> Your heart. 2021. <laughs> I want to... Can I use my spells? Can you? Without being punished. You have to do an answer What do you mean? <laughs> it sounds like you're using your spells. I'm gonna cast, Let's hear it. No, I'm going to cast Primal Savagery. Okay. And just... Evoke ex- claws. Evoke claws. And I just want to see if I can break through sure. these webs. Yeah. Make an attack roll. Yeah. Roll your burnout die. and Which is a d10. Yes. We'll yeah, see what's a... happening. A zero is a ten. Yeah. Correct. That's good. We want a ten? Correct. We, we don't want a one. We don't want a one. And then the attack is going to be a... Seventeen. Yeah, roll your damage die. If summon these spiders. <laughs> <laughs> if I didn't oh, alert them, really you did. Is this is exactly turn the lights on and start smashing their stuff. <laughs> What's going I mean, on here? Huh? it's... Acid, Acid damage. damage. Yeah, I know. So you just kind of like pause. Just gent, gent. Like I'm not. 
I'm not going like a full. Yeah, I go to a full swipe. No. You just go like that. <laughs> like a I don't want to see you if give I can. It a good... <laughs> <laughs> just, it's just a very curious, innocent. <laughs> An innocent step. Just a cat. Yeah. Yeah, just the You watch as the. Uh, I guess we'll give it a, a, a beautiful, uh, like, translucent green, just kind of mm. spreads out from the edges of your fingers, forming these ethereal, like, fingertip claws, and you just rake through a small portion of this webbing. And you watch as it just kind of, like, shakes slightly. Just from the, the obvious loss of some of the areas of the tensile mm-hmm. strength. Just kind of ripples and then goes steady. It breaks. It breaks. Yeah. Okay. The area in which you scratch, it breaks. The web kind of droops. Mm-hmm. Hey, John. Yeah. With, with my time being out in the woods and uh-huh. observing the wildlife, would I know how spider webs work? Mm hmm. And how spiders feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yes, you would. And you wouldn't stop me from doing this? Listen, I literally won't. said, don't yeah. touch the webs, and you guys went, got it! You said, you said, Watch I, I, did, the I did a gentle touch, okay? I did a little, mm-hmm. eh, just to I see. I want to make sure that if we get stuck in these things, that mm-hmm. we can get out of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I'll just put my hand on your shoulder and go, that might call them. Let's hope they're all small then. They could be friends. I don't on. know if I like that anymore. <laughs> I'd maybe rather have one big one than a thousand small ones. Swarm, I kind of yeah. don't want that at all. If there's one big one, there's also a thousand That's small fair. ones. That's fair. I hate both of them. There might not even be a thousand. It's like being in an old house, man. There's some spiders in here. He hasn't said that they're big, and he hasn't called the webs weird yet. It's just that they're there. (laughs) I know that he scarred you at one point in time. (laughs) I just hate spiders. Let's just listen to see if we can hear them coming. (laughs) No. No. You want to pause and make a perception check? Yeah, go right ahead. Sure. Here, a little clickety clackies. (laughs) That's a gnat's one. Great. Great. (laughs) I will say... Oh no. You (laughs) do not hear. You don't hear that. What do I hear? You. What do I hear, John? Standing here, kind of paused in this small crossroads. You feel this very faint whisper right behind you. They won't let us go. Um, did anyone else hear that? Did anyone else hear that? No. What's wrong, Nesgrim? Someone just spoke in my ear, said they won't let us go. I think perhaps this place is getting to you. Sure. There's no one Probably. behind you. I'm turning around looking at him. There's yeah. nobody behind him. Nothing at all. It is not uncommon. Not like a massive spider webs behind no. him? Nothing. He's oh. standing here in the center area of this crossroads. What did it say? What did it sound, sound like? DJ, please make a wisdom saving throw. You're good at those. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, whiz kid. 
That's 16. Ooh. 16. Very good. Please roll me a d10. It's a one. It could be good. Could be massively good. Could be massively awful. If he was trying to decide how many ethereal spiders there were, (laughs) true (laughs) ethereal talking spiders. Mm -hmm. As you hear this voice and your friends all kind of look back in your direction, and you see that each of them kind of pauses and looks at you. For this brief moment, you feel like your friends aren't your friends. As though each of them, as they look at you in turn, feels almost unrecognizable. As though you've temporarily gone face blind. And you see simply just these blank, shadowy, ethereal expressions, which do absolutely remind you of the things that you've seen in your visions as though faces extend out from smoke that you don't see around these people. And then suddenly these ethereal visages just fade and your friends are standing here simply before you. Uh, what? Uh, nothing. Uh, darkness playing tricks on my eyes, I guess. We should keep moving. Nesgrim, what did the voice sound like? A person? Just a person, yeah. Middle-aged man. No, a man. About my age. Saying, I'm gonna do my best to mimic it. Uh, they will not let us leave. Great. It's not a phenomenon Hmm? unheard of. Uh, Excellent. We've heard voices before, I suppose. Just let us know if you hear it anymore. Sure. Pull my moon touch longsword out. I'm going to swiftly st- start walking in the direction of where we're going, so to the right. Oh, hi. Yeah, I'm right, I'm right there with him. We start to take steps towards the right. You unsheathe this moon sword. You hold this moon sword aloft. As you hold the moon sword aloft, and in the bright radius around, you see this pair of ethereal faces reverberating out against the tensile light that is flickering at the edges of your blade, kind of extending down into this almost nothingness as though floating heads existing, the faces of what look like around the height, only four, four and a half feet high, the sunken hollow faces of ethereal ghostly dwarves. And we will end there. I didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> that one ain't my fault. <laughs> Fuck! Spiders, I take blame for that. Ghost dwarves? It's Wembley's spirit. <laughs> it's <laughs> Wembley dying in the city and I'm fucking with Nesgrim. That's actually great. Uh, <laughs> well, uh... Thanks for hanging out, guys. Uh, we really appreciate it. Uh, Volpix, thank you again for the six gifted subs this evening. Uh, Elliot with the resub. Siren with the resub. iTwitch with the resub. And DJ with the resub. Thank you very, very much. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're new here, make sure you follow us. You can find us again. We stream D&D three times a week, probably. Uh, depends, on the, <laughs> depends on the snow, honestly. Uh, we've no. been bamboozled at the beginning of the year, but we try. Mm-hmm. Uh, John has continued to predict. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Terrible things. Yeah. It's fine. Uh, I can't wait for the ghost orbs now, Don. Yeah. If I, anything, you'll have that prediction that dwarves I, are real. Yeah. I look forward to that. Yeah. That's the only <laughs> bad prediction, but that sounds yeah. nice. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, if you're new here, make sure you follow us. You can find us again. You can also check out our website, notgreatrpg.com. Uh, we really appreciate you guys being here tonight. We'll be back. What? We're streaming tomorrow. We're streaming tomorrow, Sarah and I, on uh, on my personal channel, Not Great Don. You're uh, racing, right? Yeah, we're racing through a section of the Breath of the Wild DLC um, where you'll be able to see both of our perspectives. Uh, so come on out for that if you're interested. Fun for that. It's going to be fun. Um, and then we'll be back with D&D on Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, probably. It looks good now, because mm -hmm. we're not supposed to get as much snow as we thought. We're really not supposed to get any. Again, we'll see mm -hmm. what happens. There's we nothing will. we can do about the weather. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, we'll hopefully see you then. So thanks, everybody, uh, and have a good night. Bye. Hey, bye, bye, friends. <laughs>